Welcome to Criminal AF. For those of you joining the show for the first time, you're about to be introduced to a couple of somewhat funny guys from Connecticut who love to talk about true crime and have some fun doing it. While Criminal AF is best described as a comedic informative true crime podcast, there will be detailed descriptions of murder, rape, torture, and any other crime that would haunt you in your sleep. Criminal AF is made by adults for adults, so there will be adult conversations and there will be vulgar language. Like fuck! You know, the way most adults speak. The intention of Criminal AF is to keep the atmosphere light, fun, and inclusive, but they will not withhold any information, regardless of how brutal, disgusting, or gut-wrenching it may be. Now, it's understandable that Criminal AF is not for everyone, which is okay, but it's asked that you at least give it a listen. If it's not for you, well, thanks for checking it out. See ya. But if it is... Welcome to the debauchery. Merry Christmas! Ho, 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 And a ho. happy new year! In this episode, we'll be going over a year in review of major events in the criminal world that occurred Ooh. in 2023. Over the full year. I'm Dave Jari. I'm Gary Corder. And this is Criminal As What's good, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of Criminal As Fuck. Once again, I'm Dave Jari, the clitoris cannibal. And with me, as always, is my co-host, the Noish necrophiliac, <laughs> Garrett Corder. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> Let's say what's up to the sponsor of this show, Factor Meals. Factor helps you fuel up fast for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. And these are just a few reasons why Factor is America's number one ready-to-eat ready meal, meal delivery service. service. So stay tuned to learn how you can save big on your first month of Factor. Huge. It's huge. Huge. Uh, we got to give a shout out to Corey Cribs for joining our fucked up family. So thank you very much, Corey. Thank you, Corey. Uh, some quick notes before we go over the housekeeping items. Just stay tuned after the main story for another edition of Dear Douchebags, mm. where Garrett and I offer advice to your current problems for free. And since it's free, it will be the worst advice you ever it's get. It's shitty. Yeah. But we're going to give it anyway. So be sure to hang out with us after the main story. Now head on over to criminalasfuck.com for all of your criminal AF needs. Check out our episodes, videos, Patreon reviews, and of course, our merch. Go get you some merch. We're adding new styles and designs all the time, and we're even branching out to uh, some other stuff other than just criminal AF gear. It's full drop shipping over oh, here. Oh, yeah, yeah, full. Gen Z millionaires over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So go check that out on our website or go directly to criminalafshop.com. You can also visit all of our friends over at welcometothedebauchery.com where you can find a plethora of independent podcasts joining together to create a beautiful podcast world. We have ourselves, Fright Flick, FMK, True Crime University, and the list goes on. A symphony. A of symphony podcasts. of podcasts. So go show some love over at welcometothedebauchery.com. And here's Debbie with a little message from True Crime University. So you like to listen to people talk about crime, but... Did you ever wonder why criminals do the things they do? Like what makes them tick? My name is Debbie and I'm the professor at True Crime University. Join me in the classroom Thursdays, wherever you get your podcasts, for intellectual discussions about crime, psychology, and why criminals do what they do. See you there. 
Finally, if there's one thing that we ask of you is that you go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Good Pods, and leave us a five-star rating, a positive review. Love those reviews, baby. And click the share button. It costs you absolutely zilch, and it'll help us immensely in spreading the word that Criminal AF is the number one true crime podcast in the world. World, world, world. All right, Dave. Let's go to Florida. Yeehaw! Actually, guys, this Florida man, I will be reading fresh with you because I haven't read it yet. Dave actually sent this to me. So this Uh, is Dave's Florida man. It's actually a Florida girl. It's a Florida family. It's a Florida, Florida family. I didn't really, re- I didn't really read. I, oh, so we're all. This yeah. is all new. Shout to us. out, shout out to Heather Carcitti. Heather Carcitti. Uh, um, her husband Mike and I, we've known each other since I was like four years old. Uh, Heather, I've known since high school, and she actually sent this to me. I glanced at the first yeah, few things. I glanced at it too, I and I was wanna, like, "Oh, this is perfect for the end of the year." All I, all I saw was what was happening. Like the main part of the story, and I was like, "All right, I gotta say, I gotta send this to Garrett. I gotta wait." All right, breaking news: Argument over Christmas gifts turned deadly as a 14-year-old kills his older sister. Deputies say a Florida woman holding her 11-month-old son in a baby carrier was fatally shot by her 14-year-old brother while trying to defuse an argument over Christmas gifts he was having with a 15-year-old brother who was also armed. A 14-year-old was armed. So, whoa, whoa, whoa. And a 15-year-old. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, wait, let me read this right. So a 14-year-old yeah. was carrying a gun. Was arguing over Christmas gifts. Over a, and arguing with a 15-year-old brother, uh-huh. with, and who was also armed. Yeah. So what are we doing? We're just hanging out, opening presents with fucking... Ooh, yeah, you your piece. What in yeah. the fucking yeah. Wild West is this shit? Right. It sounds like a Quentin Tarantino movie. Thanks for the Xbox, Mom. Pew, 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 pew. So... That's so sad, though, that the 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 Florida woman holding the 11-month-old son died. Yeah. That's horrible. That is horrible. The 15-year-old brother then shot his 14-year-old brother, though not fatally, for killing their sister on Sunday in Largo, Florida, Jeez. which is located in the Tampa metro area. Merry so, fucking Christmas. So, Merry fucking Christmas. The argument over gifts started while the three siblings were Christmas shopping with their mother and the, the sister's two sons, ages 6 and 11 months. Ugh. It continued when they went to their grandmother's house, where the sister, 23, told the younger brother to stop arguing with his older brother since it was Christmas Eve. Mm, Makes sense. Makes sense. The younger brother then told his sister he was going to shoot her and her infant. Whoa, what Mm. the fuck? And then he shot her in the chest. Get the the fuck out. What the fuck? This, like, what? The older brother, and you guys thought like an argument with your dad talking about fucking Trump was uh, yeah. the worst thing you could happen on. <laughs> Please, can Uncle Billy not bring up fucking yeah. the nope, blood, the nope. blood drinking and shit, <laughs> the, the fucking Illuminati blood drinkers, the fucking Pizzagate, and these guys are shooting each other over Christmas gifts. The older brother then shot his old uh, younger brother outside the home because of what he had done. I'm not, you know what? I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to side with somebody who kills somebody, but. Uh, that dude is a little piece of shit. Yeah. All right. He shot him outside the home because of what he had done to this to their, to their sister, tossing his firearm in a nearby yard. Yeah. Authorities said he was taken to a mental health facility. <laughs> well, duh. Yeah. After he was located, 
located since he had threatened to harm himself. Uh. Once he was released from the mental health facility, he was taken to the juvenile detention center, the news release said. The 14-year-old brother was charged with first-degree murder, with child abuse, and for possessing a firearm as a delinquent. Wow. His 15-year-old brother was charged with attempted first-degree murder and tampering with evidence, the sheriff's office said. Hey, look at the house. I'm going to tell you right now, out of all the Florida men that we have done, yeah. if you if you make me close my eyes yeah. and say, hey. What does this house look what like? What does their house look like? Ladies and gentlemen, oh, if yeah. you're watching on video, that right there is the yeah. perfect example that was in my head. I'm going to crop that picture and I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, post yeah. it on add Instagram. It, add it to the Insta- Instagram. Yeah. They got top-notch uh, lawn furniture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We have three different yeah. types of uh, <laughs> plastic chairs. <laughs> three to, not, just, not just three plastic chairs, right. three different types Take of plastic chairs. Take yep. your pick. There's a, a plethora. Quil- a, a quilt. There's a plethora. And uh, two charcoal grills. Yep. <laughs> on the side and of uh, something to put your feet on that you use as a chair. That is actually wild, though. All it's right. literally like the Spider-Man meme on Christmas morning. All right. Hear me out. If I'm a judge or an attorney or whatever for the state of Florida, uh, I'm 100% charging the 14-year-old yeah. as an adult, first-degree murder, for sure. child abuse, everything that he's getting charged for. The 15-year-old... She was holding the baby, too. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, what is it? Child and... Uh, child abuse. Child abuse. Child yeah, but endangered. I mean, I, you, you got yeah. to do attempted murder on a child. I'm throwing the fucking book oh, at yeah, this dude. Book at. The 15-year-old... Uh, self-defense. <laughs> I might give him a gun charge because he's 15. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody in here has got like, what are, like, what's going on? It's like that Spider-Man meme. Yeah. Everybody's, that's what holding, I up, everybody's holding up their fucking guns. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's what I said. It's like a Quentin Tarantino movie, dude. Oh, it's my like God. the end of Hateful Eight. If anybody's ever seen that movie. A lot of people are going to bring up. Well, well, you know, in Florida, you can get a gun and you know, all this other kind of shit. Bro. Dude. There's nobody. It's Christmas morning with your family. There's nobody. There's no state in the United States that would sell. I don't care what your gun laws are. There's no state in the United States that will sell your gun, sell a gun to a 14 year old and a 15 year old. No. Okay. So no. where do they get those guns? You got to know a guy who knows a guy out of the back out of a of his trunk or, in his car. Yeah, but you never know. This you know what could, I mean? They could be the uncle's guns and shit like that. Like this family. Well, come yeah. On. Well, I'm just saying. You know what I mean? Like. There's no gun laws that are going to fucking prevent this. No. None. No, Zero. Yeah, no and this way. is the, like the, the problem in the fucking United States. Yeah. But anyway. People want to harp on gun laws. Yeah. But 15 year old. It doesn't matter. 15 year old, I'll give when, him. When Uncle Jerry has 17 guns in his yeah. house. And they're all unlocked. <laughs> and you just go and grab one. Yeah. They're just laying next to the fucking yeah. the lawn chair. It's a people problem. <laughs> the plastic <laughs> lawn chair. He's got a fucking <laughs> shotgun. Um, yeah. 15 year old. I'd give him a gun charge. Hey, you got to give him something. You know yeah. what I mean? 15 year old with a gun. Give him a gun charge, but yeah. He was self-defense. He was defending his sister. I don't. I'm not mad at him. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not. I'm not mad I'm not, at the 15 year old. The 14 year old. He yeah. clearly has some sort of mental health right. problems going on. Something. Something's there because to get so worked up for your for your sister to tell you to calm down. Right. Calm down. No, bitch. I'm gonna Wham. shoot you. Yeah. And your kid. Yeah. So ra. There you go. God. You're damn, dead. Dave. And fuck your baby too. Well, this was a great uh, Florida man because yeah. this is a wild Christmas. And like I said, some people complain that, you know, yeah, they have to their, see their... Uncle Jerry brings up fucking <laughs> Epstein Island. Yeah. I don't want to see the fucking <laughs> plane wreckers. The elites. The elites. Yeah. They're turning the frogs gay. They're building bunkers. <laughs> 2024. But, hey, just be happy that you don't yeah. have uh, gun-toting 14 and 15-year-olds at your Imagine uh, that Christmas. shit. That's fucking wild. Yeah. Well. Uh, Merry Christmas. Yeah. I know we like to usually have fun with this Florida man shit, but this is a... Uh... Wow. A, it's just a fucked up situation. Yeah. Like if you look at the home, you look at like you just I just know I can smell the house. Dude. Yeah, I can literally smell the inside of that house. Right, like smells like Dutch guts and 
Oh, I'm, sp- I'm smelling it right now. It smells like Dutch guts <laughs> and like like burnt plastic. Don't probably forget, from the crack pipe. Don't forget the mothballs. Or the Brillo pads. Don't burnt, forget, burnt Brillo pads and fucking Dutch guts. And don't forget the mothballs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's got to sure. be mothballs for in there sure. somewhere. For sure. And that smelly oil smell. Yeah. You know how, like, after you cook and you leave the oil out? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That oil, like that, you know what I mean? When you walk into a kitchen that's been cooked in yeah, like, and just left, shit's been left out. Yeah. That, Wait, you don't save your bacon grease? No, I don't save my bacon grease. You don't save your bacon grease? No, you know what you do? It's actually what? a very helpful hook. You take a, oh, like an old. Hold on, now everybody to go on Instagram or something or email us or whatever. Uh, Dave at criminalaf.llc, Garrett at criminalaf.llc. Comment on Instagram wherever. Let us know if you save your bacon grease. That's weird. And if you have a crazier story than this fucking Florida man, because this is fucking wild. <laughs> yeah, All right. give us your Christmas story, yeah, wrapping your opening. Christ- yeah. Because I guarantee you it doesn't beat this one. I like to share it on the next episode. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know your fucking crazy Christmas. But anyway, all right, go ahead. What? Uh, no, I was going to say you take a, a Folgers, the old. After you finish a coffee, yeah, 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 coffee yeah, yeah. tin, yeah, yeah, put the oil right in there, cap it, get get it nice and full. Wait, you talking about? Are you talking about oil? Or are you talking oil, about oil, like cooking oil? Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've known people. Yeah. 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 Easy. Like when you have like a fryer later or something, yeah, you, just, you, just, you just redo the Crisco. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Boom. So bacon grease. Okay. Yeah. This is what I do. You make bacon. You let this grease sit in the pan, let it cool down, and it turns to that fatty. No, no not yet. Shit. Not okay. yet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just let it cool down. Yep. You dump the bacon grease into an ice cube tray. Oh, my God. Listen, listen, bro. listen. What kind of fucking white trash shit is Dude, this? no. The listen what? to me. No, I'm going to change now, your fucking world. Now your ice cube trays smell like fucking bacon, I'm dude. Going You're going to drink no, water. Just that's... one. You're not doing oh, so you thing. have a special bacon grease ice Actually, tray? yeah. Actually, yeah. Listen, I learned this when I was doing keto back in the day. So oh. you, you dump your bacon grease into the ice cube tray, okay. right? And you put it in the freezer. Let it freeze. Whatever. All right? So it's sitting in the freezer, and then, like, let's say, oh, I'm going to cook up a steak, or I'm going to cook up some eggs, or I'm going to do something, right? So instead of using, you know, instead of oiling your pan, or putting butter, or, putting butter or whatever, you pop out a fucking cube of uh, bacon grease, let it melt down, cook up your eggs. Actually, that's not a bad idea. Dude, makes everything taste like bacon. That's actually not a bad Everything. Idea. Yeah, so go ahead and mock me. I, I, you changed my mind. You changed my yeah. mind. Yeah. I, I told you I was going to change your world. I was going to. I was going to. I was going to. That it, it does make sense, but the problem with me is to know that I have a ice cube tray full of bacon grease. I oh, just, yeah. dude, you can't know. go wrong with bacon grease. I don't know. Oh, it's so good. I don't know if I could do it. So good, All but right. it is a smart idea. I would give you that. Yeah, yeah. Anything you cook, you uh, just throw a little cube of fucking bacon grease, and yeah, now you got bacon flavored steak, bacon flavored chicken, bacon flavored eggs. You can't go wrong with bacon flavored eggs. Yeah. So there you go. Try it at home, and then thank me when you, when you do it. All right, so yeah, that was a fucked up Florida man. Yeah. So in this episode, we'll be going over a year in review of major criminal events that occurred in 2023. Was it a good year? 23? Was it a good year? Yeah. For you? It wasn't awful. That's what I mean. It seems very mediocre. Yeah. It wasn't like eventful. It wasn't... I've had... Let me tell you, 2020, COVID year, was a lot more eventful for me than 2023. For sure. Yeah. I love 2020. 2020? 2020. I bought my house. Bought yeah. my first house. Like, yeah. I, I did a lot in 2020. 20, well, 2020, like, the first few months of COVID when everybody was like, you're going to die, you know? Yeah, oh, it was fun. Yeah. I was staying at home. I thought the world yeah. was going to end. It kind of yeah. excited me. Yeah. yeah. 20, but I'm just saying, 2023 seemed, I just seemed, ugh. Yeah. It, it just felt like normal, I floated by this year. It was just a year. A yeah. year and a life. Yep. Yeah, nothing major. Kind of so, happy to see it go, to be honest with you. Yeah. 2024 is going to be good. You think so? Yeah. I like it. I'm going to CrimeCon. Nashville. In May, gonna hit some uh, pigeon forge. Gonna hit the uh, crime museum. 
Happy Sir, can you please get out of Ted Bundy's car? Yeah. <laughs> I just want to smell it. I just want to. I just want to smell the seats. I'm smelling the seats. <laughs> I can still smell her. Yeah. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Keep going. Keep going uh, along with the episode. Come on. Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah. So, on the way back, I'm going to do I'm gonna do Crime Con in May. I'm going to hit Pigeon Forge on the way back. I'm going to hit the Crime Museum. I'm going to do the Hatfield McCoy restaurant there. You know, get my white trash on. Ding, 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 ding. Dueling Manjos. Yep. Welcome to the main stage. Jimmy uh, John and Jimmy B. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit Manassas. Manassas. Another battlefield. Uh, Bull Run in Tedum. Bull Run would be yep. amazing to go to. And uh, cap it all off with Gettysburg. Been to Gettysburg before. That was nice. And then, so yeah, so 2024 20, is going to be a good year. I can already see it. Criminal AF would be back after this quick break. This bustling holiday season, you might be looking for nutritious, flavorful meals to fuel you on jam-packed days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service, can help you eat well for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef-prepared, dietitian-approved, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle while tackling all of your holiday to-dos. With Factor, you can rest assured you're making a sustainable choice. They offset 100% of their delivery emissions and source 100% renewable electricity for their production sites and offices. They're green. Green's the new wave, man. All right. Now, Factor isn't just for dinner. Count on extra convenience at any time of day with an assortment of 55-plus add-ons to suit various preferences and tastes. Choose from quick breakfast items, lunch-to-go, grab-and-go snacks, and ready-to-drink cold-pressed juices, shakes, and smoothies. The other day, I was eating uh, the vegan chili, and I'm not even kidding. I looked at my wife and said, you know what? I could go vegan. (laughs) And she laughed at me. But I'm telling you, at that moment, that vegan chili was so good. I was like, you know I could give up meat. I can do this vegan stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's how, I'm telling you, they made me a believer out of vegetables, and it's not easy for anyone to do that to me. Right. Well, you know, Garrett, and a lot of our listeners know as well, you know, I recently had gastric bypass surgery. Yes. And these factor meals are perfect for my new lifestyle. The meals are actually large portions. You know, they're 10 to 12 ounces per per meal. I actually split them up into two. So I can actually get two meals out of one, and I'm set for the week. Like, I don't have to cook, I don't have to go shopping, I don't have to do anything. I just get my box, divvy it up, and I'm, I'm good to go. So if you've had a gastric bypass, or if you're thinking about going vegan like Yay. Garrett. And ask them, what's in the cheese fondue? Because <laughs> I'm telling you, I was blown away. The Chipotle pork chops cheese fondue. I'm telling you guys, go get it. And you can get all of that by going to factormeals.com slash criminalaf50 and use code criminalaf50 to get 50% off. That's factormeals.com slash criminalaf50 and use code criminalaf50 to get 50% off. Factor, Factor, America's America's number one ready-to-eat meal meal delivery service. (laughs) Now back to Criminal AF. All right, so let's get into this episode. So uh, everybody, you know, uh, grab grab some snacks, pour your favorite drink. If you're driving to work, you know, don't don't do that. Drive. But, uh, you Relax. know, you could tell your boss to go uh, fucking pound sand. Hey. Because it's time to fuck this episode yeah. in the mouth. Uh, 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 what is it? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Complete with sound effects. <laughs> All right. So let's begin this year in January, as it usually does. And the trial of Alex Murdoch began. Oh, big one. Big right one. off the rip. Right off the rip. For the murders of his wife, Margaret. And God. his youngest son, Paul, back in June. You know it's big if Netflix has a fucking gigantic oh, yeah. documentary about it. Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah, they didn't waste any time. No. They were making that documentary. No, yeah, they were making a it, trial. Yeah, it was yeah. crazy when that came out. Right. A couple of the last big crimes. Yeah. It was kind of eerily eerie how they were fast like Netflix there. came out with right. documentaries. Yeah, like as the trial's still going on, they're like, "Well, the, episode one." Yeah, the son killed <laughs> fucking somebody, and then the other fucking son killed somebody, and he killed the fucking housekeeper, and it's like, mm. "Where's all this fucking shit coming from?" Yeah, there, there's yeah. the Netflix like writers are behind the the like a curtain. In yeah. The, in the, uh, <laughs> Ignore behind the curtain. Yeah, don't, don't worry, don't there. worry. We're trying to make some little side cash. <laughs> all right. So, uh, yeah. So in conjunction with these murders, uh, he was also indicted on more than 100 financial crimes. Uh, if you've been too caught up, you know, in the CIA documents proving that, the, uh, that they were involved in the assassination of JFK, and you missed this story, here's the cliff notes. So <laughs> Alex Murdo, which is, which is true. You know, nobody, nobody talks about that. But I oh, guess yeah. That, that was confirmed, by yeah. the way. And... Uh, Confirmed. Yeah, UFOs also. But anyway, that's another episode. I love how we just don't give a fuck anymore about that. What? UFOs? Like, you, like if you said, if the shit that was coming out now about how oh, we yeah. have no clue what the fuck's going on yeah. came out 20 years ago, everybody would be freaking out. But oh, yeah. we're just so over over it. We're like, hey, right. yeah, duh. And people are saying, uh, the reason that, you know, nobody's talking, you know, from from governments or whatever, then the reason not talking about UFOs and aliens and stuff like that, because the average citizen can't handle the truth. Dude, at this point, nothing is going to phase us. Yeah, seriously. Nothing. You might as well just tell us. Yeah. All right. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. We're, we're getting we're sidetracked there. So the cliff notes of this story are uh, Alex Murdoch was, is a piece of shit. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, a wealthy piece of shit, but a piece of shit nonetheless. All right. So we'll give you a brief history of the Murdoch family. So Alex Murdoch, his father, his grandfather, and his great-grandfather all served as prosecutors in the state of South Carolina. Which is even crazier. Right. So there's like a, like, I don't want to like go, you know, a little, I don't want to go there. But let's just say, they have a stronghold of this fucking. They're, they're, the, they're deep rooted in the criminal, the, criminal gang. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. In the they're, criminal family. They're deep rooted down there in South Carolina, if yeah. you know what I'm talking about. You yeah. know? So, uh. A long list of shady fuckery followed this family from generation to generation, and it really didn't seem like it was going to skip the next crop of murders, because Alex's oldest son, Buster, has been speculated to have been involved in the 2015 death of Stephen Smith, an openly gay nursing student who Buster was alleged to have an ongoing affair with. Which uh, I think is true. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Uh, it's speculated that Stephen was about to expose Buster for being gay, so Buster either killed him or had him killed. It's one of the two. He was involved. Allegedly, quote Allegedly. Unquote. Yeah, so again, this has not been proven, but there is an open investigation into this murder. I believe his body has been exhumed uh, up to this point, and they, uh, they are saying it is murder, where originally it was believed that he had uh, had a problem with his car like a flat tire or something and somebody struck him yeah you know but he was on the other side of the road across from his car whereas if you got hit by a car you'd be down the fucking street yes and yeah. no, and uh, the way the road was set up too from my understanding it was there was no possible way that right. the body would have flown that way from the way the car there was, exactly there was, yeah, yeah there was some the, group. yeah uh, what is it physics yeah. yeah the physics don't line up the physics don't line up of where his body was right so alex's youngest son paul was involved in the boating death of Mallory Beach in 2021. Paul, who was underage, was heavily intoxicated when he crashed his family's boat, killing Mallory Beach and injuring others. Paul was not given a sobriety test, was not taken into custody, nor was he even handcuffed. 
or questioned, leading to speculation that Paul was given preferred and special treatment because of who his family was. Bro, you just need to be a fucking prosecutor's son. You can get away with anything. So basically the story with that is while other people are freaking the fuck out, like, where's Mallory? What happened to Mallory? Nobody could find her, right? They were trying to get a hold of the police. They're calling 911. They're like, you know, help. We just crashed our boat. Paul, on the other hand, do you think he would call 911? No, he called grandpa. Yep. Hey, granddaddy prosecutor guy come and help me out of this come and help me. yeah and the grandfather came in told everybody even the other kids do not talk to the police uh here's an attorney for all of you yep. you know it was like oh wow he gave us an attorney oh thank you because we're all underage and we're drinking we need an attorney right yep yeah so now the attorney is do not say a word da, 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 and he was never charged crazy yep just the spirit now he did face uh civil litigation you know obviously because it was his and it's also said that Buster had given the older brother had given Paul his ID to buy the to so he can buy alcohol and you know, he stopped at a bar and all this other kind of stuff. So he had an illegal ID, and Buster provided also the alcohol for them to drink that night. Fantastic family. Yeah. So uh, Alex Murdo has also been implicated in the murder of his longtime housekeeper Gloria Satterfield in 2018. Originally ruled an accidental death where he said that uh, she tripped over the dogs and yeah. fell down the stairs. Yep. Uh, the case has been reopened. And as of November of this year, Alex Murdoch has pled guilty to embezzling the insurance money from Gloria's death, which should have gone to her sons. So basically, you know, like wait, right when you think that this family could not get more shady, diabolical. Right. They do something like that's the worst of the worst. Right. Yeah. There. So apparently he as her employment. So apparently Gloria worked for them for like year, like decades, probably twenty something years as their housekeeper. Okay, as part of her employment, they gave her a life insurance policy, yep. you know, for accidental whatever. So basically, what they're saying is that Alex killed Gloria, and instead of making her children, which she thought her children would be the benefactors of Better her life insurance, yep. uh, it was actually him. Yep. So he collected all that money. Uh, I forget what it was, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. I'm some pretty shit sure like it was under five hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. So yeah. So he admitted to embezzling the insurance money. Uh, as with uh, Stephen, Gloria has also her body has also been uh, exhumed, and they're saying that she was murdered. So stay tuned for that. Now that we know some of that douchebaggery that has gone on in the Murdoch family, the case we're talking about is the murder of Alex's wife and son. Uh, the motive of the murders was believed to have been the cover-up of Alex's embezzlement of millions of dollars that he gained from shady deals and from his own family business. Uh, he was feeling the heat of potentially getting caught, so he decided to create a distraction. And what better way to create a distraction <laughs> than, than your killing fucking... your fucking wife and your son? All right, we said he was rich. We never said he was smart. Jesus Christ. So immediately uh, he was a person of interest. And the nail in the coffin for him was that just minutes prior to their murders, uh, his son Paul was Snapchatting right up until their murder. So, like, uh, I think they were saying, like, up to the minute. Like, within a minute, he was, because he killed the son first. He killed Paul first. Mm -hmm. Then the wife came over. What happened? What happened? And he whapped her. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> so, yeah. So, within a minute of him ending his Snapchat, uh, he was killed. And in this final Snapchat, you could hear Alex Murdoch's voice it's, in the background. And apparently he was like, I I wasn't anywhere near there. I left. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what happened. It's just funny that to think that like your your son having a phone wouldn't know 
exactly like that he would he would bring out the the phone and somewhat record the situation right. if something's some, getting weird yeah right. i don't know kids nowadays are a little too smart for that i know yeah yeah, yeah. so his voice is on the snapchat so again that we say he's rich but not a fucking genius uh so now when the heat of this murder case was amping up alex paid his cousin to kill him okay and now if you've seen this cousin this is like not an attorney cousin no, no, no. This it's, is like a cousin. It's like the a cousin that would live in that yeah. house that we did on Florida. It was like, hey, I need a little fix. You know, I need a little meth fix. Can you hook me up? And he's like, yeah, kill me. I'll pay you $10,000. Know? <laughs> he's like, okay. <laughs> Fucking hitting the plate. All right. So paid his cousin to kill him uh, to make it look like a random act of violence. And surprisingly, it was another broken down car on the side of a road situation yep uh the reason he wanted to be killed is because he wanted buster to receive his 10 million dollar life insurance policy but guess what there's a couple of branches that are broken in this family tree uh because the cousin just injured alex leaving alex to face the music of his embezzlement and the murders of margaret and paul which he deserved yeah so when all is said and done, Murdo was convicted of over 100 charges of embezzlement, breach of trust, fraudulent intent, money laundering, wire fraud, computer crimes, and forgery. And on March 3rd, 2023, Alex Murdo was convicted in the murders of Margaret and Paul. For those crimes, he was sentenced the following day to two consecutive life sentences without the possibility of parole. Good. And now he has the Gloria case coming up. Yep. Uh, I hope her family gets justice, too. Yeah. Uh, well, apparently they've Buster. Buster is in charge of all the uh, all the estate now. Uh, basically, Alex Murdo signed off all the estate, so he's been selling off all the properties and collecting millions. And uh, the family of Gloria and the in the family. What a what a great person to be holding that yeah, estate, by the way. Right. I'm gonna go drug on a boat. Yeah. I'm gonna sell my dad's shit. Yeah. He's probably happy. That's what's crazy. They're almost. Like he's probably like, look at all the fucking money I get. Yeah. All, but hey, don't hold your breath on the money because the family of Gloria. Yep. The family of Stephen and the family of Mallory are all going for civil Are shows. all going for that fucking money. Oh, and yeah. even some of the other kids that were in the boat that day are like, you know, you fucked us up. You, yep. That's your fault. Yep. So now they're all trying to cash in on these fucking millions that Buster is now fucking collecting. Yeah, Buster needs to get fucking. Nah, they won't, he won't get it. No. He won't give it to him. He will party his ass off, die somehow yeah. before any, any money is spent. That's the sad part about it. All right. The next story is we have Victoria Nasiova. She was sentenced to 21 years in prison for attempting to kill her lookalike with poisoned cheesecake. Hmm. Interesting. So on April 20th, 2023, in Queens, New York Supreme Court, uh, the justice there, Kenneth Holder, sentenced Victoria Nasiova of Brooklyn to 21 years in prison for an identity theft plot in which she attempted to murder her beautician, who looked like her, by poisoning her with cheesecake crazy yeah a jury found her guilty of the 2016 attempted poisoning and other charges in february of 2023 her friend eyelash stylist olga Stzvik, Stzvik, Stzvik. <laughs> these foreign nail salons like yeah. <laughs> for sure Olga Stzvik. just trying to kill each other with cheesecakes and stuff what's going on at the uh, spa yeah <laughs> she's she actually survived so the judge called nasiova an extremely dangerous woman and said her crimes were diabolical. Uh, Nasiova's response to the judge in court after he announced her sentencing was, Fuck you! No, 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 no. Yeah. Fuck you! Fuck you! <laughs> Fuck, Fuck you! you. <laughs> Fuck you. I can't do it. <laughs> Alright, prosecutors said Nasiova, who is from Russia, used a poison available only in Russia, 
Uh, she brought the cheesecake to Sizvik's house for an eyelash touch-up appointment and ate two poison-free slices while offering the poison slice to Olga. Uh, 20 minutes later, Olga started to feel sick and went to lie down. Her friend found her unconscious the following day with pills scattered all around her. Ooh, a little cover-up. Yeah, as cover uh, Nasiova had reportedly tried to make it look like uh, Olga had tried to take her own life. She did not succeed, but she did steal Olga's passport, work permit, jewelry, and $4,000 in cash. Now, Nasiova uh, was convicted of second-degree attempted murder, first-degree attempted assault, second-degree assault, first-degree unlawful imprisonment, and petty larceny. So, the question is, why did Victoria want to kill Olga and steal her identity? Well, it's because Victoria is wanted in the 2014 murder of her neighbor back in Russia. She just wanted to go back to the motherland. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, 54-year-old Ala Alexinko. Uh, Victoria was seen on traffic cameras transporting Ala's dead body in her car prior to burning and burying her body. Jesus Christ. That's another thing, too, is we, you know, we get a lot of rap in America here for yeah, crime. Right. I bet you Russia is wild. It just doesn't get They're out. savage. Yeah. It doesn't get out right. as much. Like, a lot of, like, all the fucked up videos I ever watched online were always in Our, Russia. Yeah. It's Eastern, always Eastern in European, Ru yeah, Eastern Russia. European yeah. Russia. They're yeah, fucking crazy. crazy. It just doesn't make headline news. Right. Like, it's because it's normal. You know? Yeah. It's just like, oh, yeah. Just oh, some yeah. lady. Crazy Russians. Yeah. Crazy yeah. Russians. So prior to being arrested for this crime, she seduced and slept with a police officer who helped her escape Russia which led to her coming to America. Uh, the past was catching up to Victoria once Interpol became involved and issued a red notice, uh, which is worldwide. It's like the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it just so happened that Olga was a near doppelganger to Victoria, uh, which led to her, her, her murder attempt and identity theft. So she was like, well, the Interpol's chasing me down. I'm going to murder this chick, steal her identity. Steal her identity. Yeah. Make her look like I'm the dead one, whatever. So that's that. Victoria, done. That's, an that's a crazy story. It's actually well thought out, too. Yeah. She just didn't pull it off. Like having her OD on a cheesecake that and then easily, dumping the pills. It could have easily went the other way. Yeah. And she could have been She could have been scot-free. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Yep. What do we got? All right. Uh, and, of course, we have the 81-year-old Ted Kaczynski was found dead in his prison cell on June 10th on 2023. Hmm. Known for decades as the Unabomber. The Unabomber. Kaczynski was known for mailing 16 bombs between 1978 and 1995. Six, I didn't think it was it was that many? It was 16. Didn't he also try to like all, not, crash I'm, a plane I'm, too? Yeah, but I'm yeah. pretty sure not all of them, the 16 actually worked. worked. Yeah. yeah, it was, I think he was, it was more, he was more of like a, like he liked to strike fear. You yeah. know what I mean? That he liked the, uh, yeah, the, the, the ambiance of the Unabomber, right. the, the, the figure that he made. Yeah, because uh, the plane one was one of the duds. Yeah. Like, it went off, but it was just like a... <laughs> if that went off, though, that oh, would have been, been big, big news. news. Yeah, yeah, that would have yeah. been big news. Because yeah. now, some would argue that that would have started the whole TSA and all the, TSA, the yeah. whole... Wait, whoa, I just thought about this. What? If the Unabomber succeeded uh -huh. in blowing up that plane... We wouldn't have 9-11. Would 9-11 even have happened? He would have saved... Holy shit, I would even think about that. He would have saved thousands of lives. And over here, we're villainizing them. And 20-plus years in <laughs> That's Afghanistan crazy, and I'm telling you, because they would have instantly implemented better searches, better all that stuff. 9-11 oh, yeah. might have never happened. Wow. We just broke. Boom. Breaking news. Breaking here. news. Do, 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 do. The Unabomber was actually uh, uh Not. No. Don't, <laughs> no. don't do that. Don't do that. His arrest came shortly after his... 
35,000 word manifesto was published in the New York Times and Washington Post, which is another crazy thing yeah. because we won't glorify anybody yeah. nowadays, but right. we'll post back then we yeah. posted his fucking the manifesto 35,000 word and on the New York Times. Yeah. Like you still have to read that. Oh, I've never read it. You still have, you have to. I want to. Oh yeah, I want to do it. Yeah, yeah, but isn't it like the whole like consumer this and like anti? It talks a lot about social media, yeah. the way fucking the government is working yeah, now. I feel like hermits. They do that though. Yeah. I don't know. Like I, don't I would know. never read like it. It makes sense. Yeah. From back in 1995, it he makes, was ahead of his time. You're saying, yeah. His arrest came shortly after his 35,000 word manifesto and was published in New York Times and Washington. Um, the New York Times and Washington Post. Kaczynski had threatened to send more bombs if the papers didn't publish his letters. However, Kaczynski's sister-in-law suspected he had written this, the letter. A 35,000-word manifesto. And just blank. And then your, sister your sister-in-law's knew like, Oh, that's... Oh, that's Ted. That's that has Ted, to be Ted. For sure. That has to be Ted. But that, that means he was definitely an interesting character. She knew <laughs> off the rip. Like, oh, no, this is definitely... That's 100% him. him. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas fucking uh, BTK's wife... Had no clue. Had no clue. Yeah. When, wow, that caller sounds just like you. Oh, it's, I don't know. Well, that it's house weird. is right down the road. Yeah. <laughs> some, some, are, some people are smarter than others. Yeah. All right. She's, uh, she and Kaczynski, Kaczynski's brother contacted the FBI, and Kaczynski was arrested at his Montana home on April th- uh, 3rd, 1995. Imagine t- the smell of that cabin. Oh, yeah. He was, that was his, uh, his last, what, the last uh, 20 years, maybe? That was his Alamo. Yeah. At the end of the day, because mm-hmm. he wasn't. Remember, he wasn't going to go. He went out. He didn't go peacefully. That was a standstill, right? I'm done. For a little bit. Yeah. I think it was a standoff. No, I'm thinking of. Never mind. Sorry. I was, I was thinking about the Ruby Ridge. Yeah, Ruby Ridge. Uh, Ruby I was, Ridge, thinking, yeah. I was, was connected those two. That was yeah. fucking wild. That was a standoff. Ruby Ridge actually. Uh, That's a, that'd be had a, good, a trickle down that, effect. That would be a good. Ruby Ridge. Ruby, Ruby Waco. Ridge. Waco. Waco would be a good one to do here on here too. No, I'm saying that that's a trickle down. Yeah, yeah. Because they they hit Ruby Ridge first, right? I forget what year. Uh, it was late 80s, early 90s. Early 90s, yeah. Uh, they hit Ruby Ridge, and then Waco was kind of in response to yeah, Ruby Ridge. They overthrew at it. Yeah, and then the or, the Oklahoma City bombing was in response to Waco. Yep. So... They were all connected. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because... It's like, fuck the FBI! Yeah. yeah. Dave Koresh said that, specifically said because of Ruby Ridge. That yep. is the reason why he was yeah. stockpiling ammo and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Wow, we're, we're, we're breaking some... Uh, yep. Wow. That, that I'm telling you, Waco would be a good one to talk about. Yeah. I love Waco. Ruby Ridge would be a good one to talk about. I mean, you know, future episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Kaczynski ple- uh, pleaded guilty to his crimes in order to avoid the death penalty. He was sentenced to life in prison in 1998. Kaczynski's brother initially didn't believe he could be the Unibrowmer because he had never shown any signs of violence. So his wife, the brother, the br- sister-in-law, must have been like, that's, that's your brother. And he's like, no, nah, I don't know. That's your brother. That's your yeah. fucking brother. Yeah. You better call the FBI. That's your fucking brother. Yeah. And he's like, no. No, no, it, yeah, could, it, be can't be it could be anybody. Oh, my God. He said this same thing at Thanksgiving the other day. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's how it went. Yeah. Bro, he sits there and spews this bullshit all day. What yeah. are you talking about? That's your brother. Yeah. And, and that was like, they had no clue who it was, so it was right. nationwide news. Yeah. So the fact that, she, like, out of... X amount of people that live in the United States. She was like, nope, that's Ted. Out of 350 million people, she's so whatever, like, that's fucking Ted. Whatever, I don't care what you say. That's crazy. Yeah. That is actually nutty. Mm-hmm. Because that means he was spewing whatever he was saying. He yeah. was just regurgitating at all times. For her to just be For her to, to pick it up on in it. her head. Yeah. Have you seen the, uh, there's a documentary on the Unabomber. And they actually interviewed the brother. I, I didn't. You know haven't that. seen that? No. So this is, this is what I'm picturing. 
Yep. So it says right here that, you know, his brother was like, no, I couldn't have been, you know, I really didn't think it was him, blah, blah, blah. He comes off as a very timid, easily manipulated kind of person. Sure, hon. Yeah. So I can just see the wife right now. No, you're fucking calling the FBI. And he's like, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. I don't think it's a... Uh, it's him. It's him. I don't think... It... No, shut the fuck up. You're going to call the FBI. Hi, detective. Uh, <laughs> uh, my, my, wife's, my wife's my over wife here. Said... She's, she's, my wife said that she thinks it might be my brother-in-law. I'm not sure. I'm not really sure. Uh, <laughs> I don't... <laughs> you know, he's a little troubled, yeah. but he, he, I don't think he'll do this. He whispers, it's not him. I don't think it's him. But my <laughs> wife said uh, that it's, you know... <laughs> That's actually crazy. Uh, well, you know, shout out to uh, yeah, the sister-in-law. Yeah. Because yeah. that they would have never found him either. Unibomber, the Unibomber would have kept going. Kept going. Yeah. She called him out. Criminal AF would be back after this quick break. Now back to Criminal AF. All right. Next, we have a little uh, callback from our... Previous episode we did uh, on, the on Manson, part, the three-part the Manson. Three Manson episode yeah. on July 11th. Which, by the way, according to uh, Spotify Wrapped, uh, Manson was our number one episode. Oh, which one? One, two, or three? The first one. Oh, nice. Yeah. I, I, I like Although that. I like three the best. I do like three Personally, the best. I like yeah, three. Three was fun. Right. They're, they're all fun. Yeah. The, right. the three-parter. All right. On July 11th, 2023, Manson family member Leslie Von Hooten was finally released from prison. She was a smoke show back in the day. I know. That's, remember, we were, we were talking about that on the episode. Show. Yeah. She was the best one. Now, yeah. granted, you know damn well she smelt. She didn't shave. She was a hippie dippy. So, like, if you saw her in person, yeah, yeah, you'd probably yeah. be like, oh, hell no. Yeah. No way. But in pictures, she yeah. was definitely the most photogenic out of all of them. I think she was a like prom queen before she turned crazy. Yeah. She was like prom queen and. I wonder what that childhood was like. To had to have been messy for her to join the whole. Anyway, she was finally released from prison. Big news. This is big news. That's big. This After big serving news. over fifty years of a life sentence, yeah. Van Houten was one of the members of the Charles Manson cult who murdered Lino and Rosemary LaBianca on August 9th, nineteen sixty nine. Only a day after the murders of Sharon Tate's home. Oof. Van Houten who was 19 at the time, stabbed Rosemary LaBianca more than 12 times. Van Houten was initially sentenced to death in 1971, but the state of California abolished a death penalty a year later. Mm. Now 74. Wow. Wow, imagine getting out at 74. Mm. After serving 50 years and trying to restart your life at 74. There's no way. I'll just say, leave me in here. At that point. At that point, we, she probably had bridge on Sunday. Yeah. Then she went for... Uh, yeah. Crocheting. Crocheting at yeah. whatever. You know what yeah. I mean? She probably had a whole schedule in there. But yeah. 50 years of... Volleyball at noon. Uh, now... <laughs> I wonder if she had control of the commissary. I wonder if she was Dude, like... Dude, she was probably... She was so she probably was a, well known. Do you think there. she was a pod boss? Oh, yeah. Think she was no, no, I don't think so. I think I think she was one of those like oh life sentencers where they just want to. They're just doing their just, time. They're not. They don't want to play games. Like who honey, was I, the other? Honey, one? I've been here for forty years. Okay. I can't think of. Uh, there was another one of the Manson family. One of the women who was actually a pod boss. Yeah, I could see that though. They're yeah. like, it, I bet you back in the day they probably played the games. But yeah. by if you've been in there forty plus years, yeah, you don't give a fuck anymore. It's, it's like, your home. It's kind of like a a lion. What do you call them? Lion troop. What do you call them? Pack a pride. Yeah, it's kind of like a like a, a wolf pack. Yeah, well, well, lion pride. Wolf yeah, pack. wolf pack, lion pride. You know, you get to a certain age, and then like the young buck comes in and takes over. Yeah, go ahead, know? whatever, yeah. whatever. Whatever. And then you're just gonna lay there and eat. Yeah, just like, just give me some. Uh, yeah, just give me some ramen. Sl- slide over them those soap yeah. shoes and uh, some yeah. ramen. And we're give good. Me, give me, I'll let you do whatever the fuck you give want. Give me a fresh pair of shoes every month. Do you know who I am? Yeah. <laughs> do you know? Yeah. Don't you know who I am? I'm one of yeah. the biggest murderers of the 20th century. I stabbed Rosemary LaBianca 12 times. Yeah. yeah. Don't fuck. I was at Sharon Tate's house. All right, motherfucker. No, she she wasn't. Oh, she wasn't. No. <laughs> 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 
transition. Now 74. Yeah. Van Houten will spend a year transitioning to life outside of prison at a halfway house. Hear me out. Yeah. She spends a year. She's dead 50 years in prison. Yeah. She has to do a year in a halfway house transitioning to the real world. For sure. She fucking dies. Oh. She doesn't even experience. Imagine. Why did I just feel bad for her? Yeah. I shouldn't. Well, I felt bad for her in when we did the episode. Yeah. Because, you know, as we discussed in the episode, yes, she she stabbed Rosemary LaBianca 12 times. But in the autopsy, there were 12 stab wounds post-mortem. And they were very, yeah, like little pokes. They weren't like stabs. They were pokes. And according to the story told by the others, Van Houten had to stab her to be just as complicit as the rest of them. Yeah, yeah. You you, you have to do this. You got to do this. You got to do it. So she was like, eh, you know. So, yeah, she did it. But did she do it? Kind of. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, That's just yeah that that goes back to when we what we covered right. in the episode that you almost you almost feel like these were just young girls that were like taken advantage of and their 100%. minds twisted one hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, she did. Her, she served her time for sure. Yeah. So and, and if there was ever anybody out of that whole crew that should be pardoned, it would, I think it would be her. You know. They even they even de- depicted her. If you if you ever watch uh, there's there's like the the Manson family on Amazon does a great episode on it documentary yep. on it. Yep. They really do paint Leslie as like just this poor girl who got kind of sucked in the wrong group. Yeah, they re- they do a really like they a lot in even the Manson movie. I forgot it was it was a it was done on it's on Amazon too. You can find it. Mm-hmm. That they they also painted her as a very yeah. uh, girl who didn't want to be there, didn't want to do that. They she just loved Charlie so much. Right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So Van Houten will spend a year transitioning life to life outside of prison in a halfway house. She had originally been eligible for parole in 2020, mm-hmm. but California Governor Gavin Newsom blocked her release. During her time in prison, Van Houten earned two degrees in his in counseling and was looking for a job as she started her parole. Wow. Yeah. So she has a... Do you know what's crazy? So she has a master's in counseling. In counseling. I guarantee you there was mm. some sort of breakthrough with her going to counseling over being in a cult. For sure, that oh, yeah, she yeah, realized yeah, yeah. that I want to do this for the rest. I want to do this to, to help people. Right. There's you can almost see it right there. Yeah. Because I mean, her counselors were huge in in the documentary and all mm-hmm. that stuff. She spent a lot of time with them, and she was the first one to break through out of all the other girls. Right. If I'm not mistaken. It took years. There, there's there's still, I believe there's still a couple still in jail alive, who still have not broken through. Broken from yeah. Yeah. Thought they did anything wrong, or or still think of Charlie as this messiah. Yeah. But she was one of the first ones because of how good the counselor was. Dude, he was like five foot four. <laughs> Dude, that's a sex symbol, baby. Dude, he was like five foot four, fucking little weasel of a fucking dude. It sucks too because they everybody fought. think about it. Think about it. Wow. He just he just recently died, right? She could have got out. Ago, yeah. Yep, he just recently died a couple years ago. Mm. She could he could have got out and then she could have rekindled. She could have been the pen pal and or like conjugal visits or yeah. whatever. At seventy four. <laughs> hey. Uh, I wonder if it gets moist. Oh stop. <laughs> All right. Hear me out with this. Real quick. Real quick. Gavin Newsom. Yeah. Does he remind you of the guy from Hunger Games? The MC? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> he reminds me of the guy from Hunger Games. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> Katniss Everdeen, yeah. the girl on fire. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. All right, moving along. All right, so in July 31st of this year, uh, Lori Vallow Daybell, if you remember this case, was sentenced to two consecutive life sentences for the murder of her children, 16-year-old Tylee Ryan and 7-year-old Joshua J.J. Vallow, as well as conspiracy in relation to the death of Tammy Daybell, 
the first wife of Lori's husband, Chad Daybell. Uh, although Lori pleaded not guilty to the charges, she was found guilty after two days of deliberation, and the judge passed down her sentence, along with an additional 10 years for receiving Social Security benefits for her children after their murders. So she killed them and was collecting their fucking life insurance. Wow. Uh, the investigation into the murders of Ty Lee and JJ began in 2019 after family members called law enforcement to conduct a wellness check as Ty Lee was last seen on September 8th and JJ was last seen on September 22nd of that year. Uh, their bodies were later discovered buried on the property of Lori's new husband, Chad Daybell. Of course. Yeah. And I, and I, dude, this story goes gets wild. We uh, should actually do this because, I mean, we're only doing a little snippet here. Yeah. This story is fucking wild. We're talking Mormon cult, like... Oh, I love it. Yeah. You know me. Like uh, I'm all in for cults. You know, like the doomsday people? Yeah. Yeah. Preppers? It, it's wild. And, and it doesn't just go with Lori and her new husband. It goes to the, her old husband, too, who heard a voice that said, hey, let's move to fucking Idaho, you know? And they packed the family up. Just build a doomsday bunker. Just because they heard a voice or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's fucking wild. All right. So in addition to the deaths of her children and conspiracy to commit murder uh, for Chad's ex-wife, Lori has also been charged in the murder of her ex-husband, Charles Vallow, and the attempted murder of her niece's ex-husband, Brandon Boudreaux. Jesus. Wild. So they're just running this fucking murder. It's like it's like Survivor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like sur- you're voted off the island. Yeah. Speaking like, of Hunger Games, <laughs> I'm going to off you before you off me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a very I like, savage fucking right. family. So I'm going to kill my fucking kids, kill my ex-husband, kill your fucking ex-wife, and I'm going to kill my niece's fucking husband, too, while I'm at it. All right, what's next? Me- oh, well, next, I mean, we covered it um, yeah. on one of the episodes this year, yeah. was Rex Schuberman. Rex Schuberman. Architect. architect. <laughs> that was big news. Big, big, big news. news. We were so excited, and then they, all the reports just dropped yeah, off. Yeah, just dropped it off. Sucked. Everybody stopped talking. Nobody was talking about yeah. it. It took nearly 13 years for investigators to track down Rex Huberman. Architect. Architect. <laughs> who, who, had been, who has been accused in, and charged with the murders of now the now infamous Gilgo Four. Mm. A married father of two living directly across the bay from where the bodies were found. Huberman, Huberman. architect, alle- alleged... <laughs> we're going to do that every time. No, 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 no. <laughs> I had to throw one more in there. Alleged right. tie- ties to at least four of the 11 Gilgo Beach murders sh- that shocked the true crime world. Yeah. The that t- was wild, though. When that news broke. Oh, yeah. We, we thought, like, wild. holy shit, we're yeah. going gonna to finally get one as we're doing yeah. Criminal AF. The details of the investigation, including DNA lifted off of a pizza crust and calls taunting a victim's family, have garnered national attention. The bodies of the woman who became known as the Gilgo Four were discovered in the brush at Gilgo Beach in December 2010, following the disappearance of Shannon Gilbert. That was a wild story right there. Yep, that was was good. The so-called Long Island serial killer investigation involved painstaking phone analysis, the search for better DNA technology, and the hope that a tip would come in and change everything. Mm. So far, Huberman, architect, (laughs) is suspected in four of the deaths, and he's only been charged in connection with three of them. Many questions remain surrounding the additional six sets of human remains, including a toddler that that were found in the brush along Ocean Parkway near Gilgo Beach. That's, that's, I still want to know. That has to be... Yeah, we. The, I'm surprised they haven't. No more. They, well, the trial. When is the trial? I don't know. We got to look I that up. Gonna, when yeah. the trial's supposed to start. And yeah, all that do stuff. a follow up. His arrest also led to more evidence that has taken law enforcement across state lines. Mm. Police are paying close attention to properties in South Carolina, Nevada, and investigators are re-examining a case in Atlantic City involving four sex workers found dead in 20, 2006. Wow! Imagine if they can tie that. 
Imagine he gets up to 20. Dude, he's on a spree. 20? Jesus. That puts him like in... Atlantic City is the perfect place higher. to kill people, though. Yeah. Well, let's be honest. Well, any Vegas. You have yeah. the deserts. Vegas. Any, like, Atlantic City, Sin City. You have the, you have the forests. Yep. There's pretty dense forests around Atlantic City. I learned that in Sopranos. Have you been to Atlantic City? <laughs> you never been to Atlantic City? Uh, no. The Jersey Shore, none of that? Uh, yeah, I've been to Jersey, yeah. Not like, not like the Atlantic City. Yeah. yeah. It's really I've fucking been to like, bad. Especially like us being so close to two really nice casinos. Yeah. When you see Atlantic City, you're like, it's what the fuck? It's a fucking dump. Yeah. yeah. It's bad. It's really bad. I went through my 21st birthday, uh, af- right after my 21st birthday. Oh, really? Yeah. That, never go there again. I heard that Atlantic City is, you stay on the boardwalk. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's nice. It's, you know, you, you cross the, the street. I heard if you go down like, yeah, if you go across the street or cro- down an alley, it's you're gonna fucking die. Yeah, or, it's bad. Or get mugged. It's like Washington. Washington DC is the same way. You, yeah. you stay in the Capitol. It's like wow, wow. You take a left. Wow, wow. There's the White House. <laughs> there's the monument. And then you take a left, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's it's amazing how some of those places can be so bad and so nice at the same time. Right. Like, like right across the street. All right. Next up, we have Dwayne Keefe D. Davis, who was charged with murder in the death of Tupac Shakur. I don't think he did it. Uh, I don't think he did. Uh, they're saying that he didn't. Well, let's read. Let's see what they say here. I don't think so he did. on September 29, 2023, Dwayne Keefe D uh, was arrested for his involvement in the murder of rap legend Tupac Shakur. Tupac was wounded and later died of his injuries following a drive-by shooting in Las Vegas on September 7th, 1996. Uh, Davis, a former gang leader, was arrested following a July 2023 search of his home along with other leads that he was involved in the fatal shooting. Prosecutors state that Davis arranged the shooting after Shakur got into a fight with Davis's nephew at a Las Vegas casino. They allege that Davis possessed a gun, which another passenger in the car used to shoot Shakur. Uh, if convicted, the 60-year-old Davis would spend the rest of his life in prison. Uh, Davis has already pleaded not guilty to the charges against him. So basically, Keefe D, what they're saying is he did not pull a trigger. He ordered, orchestrated. He ordered... Uh, we all know Suge orchestrated that shit, dude. Come on. Dude, I heard this wild, and I'm going to say it, it's a conspiracy theory, okay? A wild conspiracy theory that P. Diddy actually- You mean Diddy, Diddy the Diddler? Diddy the Diddler. Gotcha. Uh, First off, there's a that's a whole other episode that we're probably going to oh, have yeah, to do yeah, cover yeah. as more shit comes out once a week. No, once a week shit's coming out. Oh, now. yeah. With this guy. 50 Cent has been dropping some, oh, yeah. some good shit. Yeah. Uh, all right, so- the conspiracy theory is Puff Daddy, P. Diddy, paid these guys to shoot, to kill Suge and Tupac. Yep. Okay, because they had that beef going on, right? So they did this, they killed Tupac. P. Diddy never paid them. Basically ghosted them, didn't do nothing. So in retaliation of being ghosted, they killed Biggie. They killed Biggie. I mean, it's not far off. I mean, I don't know. It, sounds. They're definitely. They are, it sounds legit. We know that there was some sort of beef between yeah, Bad Boy and, and uh, what is it, Death Row? Yeah. So who knows? Well, no, I don't think, well, I, I, I think they're going to get off. There's not enough evidence. Yeah. I don't think he will, KVD will get uh, charged. Yeah, we'll see. You know what? That's another interesting thing that mm. it 20 years ago, this would have been breaking, or 10 years ago, this would have been breaking news, like yeah. going along with the, the aliens thing that we were talking about earlier. Right. Yeah. Everybody's like, eh. Yeah. 
like Tupac's murder. Like people remember Tupac's still alive. He's in Cuba. Yeah, <laughs> Tupac's still alive. He's hanging on the beach with Michael Jackson. Like yeah. no, <laughs> remember, like that was like the biggest thing ever was who yeah. killed Tupac. Who yeah, killed? Yeah. Nobody gives a fuck anymore. It's right. crazy. It's sad too. Our attention spans are just so short. All right, next we have Jordan Vandersloots. Oh, this fucking scumbag. Yeah, it, mm. biggest scumbag of the year for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, his recent confession that he killed Alabama teenager Natalie Holloway in Aruba in 2005. Mm. I remember this vividly, the story. Yeah. 2005, I was, let's see, I don't want to age myself here, but 2005. Bro, you're 20 years younger than me. Fuck <laughs> you, I don't want to age my year. 2005, I was in eighth grade. 2005. Mm-hmm. 2005, I had two kids, a mortgage, yep. uh, two car payments. But, so I was eighth grade. <laughs> I started high school in 20. 20- 2006, that's why yeah. I knew that. But 2005... Oh, was, no, no, 2005, I was divorced, yeah. Never mind. Oh. Yeah, yeah we, we would have been hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> hanging out <laughs> Hey, come on the over divorce, here. The divorce, get dad. <laughs> um, I'll two, buy you some beer. Yeah. Oh, sweet. You and my packy connect for my parties. Uh, in fucking but, I, but I clearly, even in being in, in eighth grade, I, I remembered this case. Yeah. It was huge. It was wild, yeah. So shortly after he pleaded guilty in an Alabama federal court to extorting and defrauding Holloway's family, the confessions... The confession came in early October, authorities said. Going into the room that day, both parties kind of went in with a mutual understanding of why we were there and we and what we hoped to accomplish, the FBI officials told CNN. Vandersloot confessed to killing Holloway as a part of a plea agreement in the extortion and fraud case. Mm. During, oh, that seems kind of fucked up, though, Yeah. to me. It's almost like he's trying to get out of getting in trouble so he might like you know what i'm saying that's yeah. not that's not like good justice that's like almost oh no like a, it, it, it it benefits him in some, yeah, some way that's kind of yeah. fucked up yeah you don't get closure there as a family yeah. and my that's just my opinion i don't know right. uh as part of a plea agreement in the extortion and fraud case mm. during his proffer the dutch national detailed how he killed holloway who was 18 at the time on the beach in aruba after he after she rejected his sexual advances what a pussy Jeez. Eventually bludging her with a cinder block and putting her body in the, into the ocean. Court oh. documents show. In a proffer, a defendant offers information that a person knows about a crime, often as part of a plea deal. That's what I'm saying. All these cases, like, yeah. a lot of cold cases were solved this year or yeah. have leads found, yeah. right? And nobody cares. Nobody cares. It's kind of sad. Well, that's why we're doing this uh, year in review. Yeah. So we can, so we can shout them out on Criminal AF here. We, yeah. we, uh, we care. We care about the cold cases. In the weeks before the plea agreement finally came together, the FBI was also in contact with Holloway's mother, Beth, who had remained a fierce advocate for her daughter in the oh, yeah. nearly 20 years since she went missing. The Holloway family's attorney told CNN. Dude, that's that's a given. A fierce... Uh, oh, yeah. You'll if, you're, never, if your kid disappeared and you have no idea where they are... You'll never are you, stop. Are you going to give up? No. Never. No. No. You know, I mean, you see it countlessly. Uh, Casey Anthony. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, oh, what the fuck? That was a joke. That was a joke. Did you hear that? She wants. She, she said that she's ready for another kid. I know. Did you read shit. that shit? Piece of shit. Fuck you. Piece of shit. She should have. A, I'm sorry. You should have a, give her a hysterectomy. Well, Vandersloot was brought to the U.S. from Peru in June to face charges of extorting and defrauding Holloway's family as part of a plot to sell the family false information on where Holloway's remains were located. Yeah, there was some crazy shit like leading up to this. Like his attorneys and her attorneys, they at some point a few years ago, I don't know if it's going to cover this in the story, but a few years ago, they actually met together and he's like, oh, do you want to know where she is? I'll tell you where she is. And she's like, okay, but I need like $20,000 or some shit like that. And she paid to $20,000 and he fucking ghosted her. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's extortion. That's the biggest fucking extortion. Yeah. So he murdered another 
Another lady too during this time. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's actually in. In well, when they said that they flew him in from Peru, he's mm-hmm. actually he murdered a uh, same circumstance, murdered a girl in uh, Peru. Jesus Christ! In a, in a fucking hotel room. So he was serving in Peru. Yeah, but Peruvian jails. Yeah, I'd rather go to American jail too. Right. <laughs> that, this is what he's getting out of it. Yeah. Because now he, they flew him to the United States and like, all right, now we're gonna hold you. We're gonna extradite yeah. you to. Him. Right. United States. But, oh, that's kind of. I'd rather let him rot in the fucking Peruvian jail. Right. But here's the fucking thing, and this is the kicker: his Peruvian sentence and his uh, American sentence are going to run concurrent. Yeah, but he should get. He should spend the rest of his life. I mean, he'll he'll spend. You think he's going to get out? Can finish reading the story. Oh. The Dutchman is serving a 28-year prison sentence in Peru after being convicted of a murder in 2010. The death of a Peruvian woman, Stephanie Flores. The 20-year sentence he received in the U.S. on the extortion charges after the plea agreement will be served in the same at the same time as his sentence in Peru. Whether Vandersloot could face additional charges is not entirely clear. The statute of limitation for the murder in Aruba 12 years has passed, but the, Aruba's pros- the Aruba prosecutor's office says that the case remains open and this month asked the U.S. Department of Justice for documents pertaining to the investigation. Aruban authorities will review and analyze the documents before deciding on the proce- uh, procedural steps. Yeah, so he got 28 years for the murder in Peru. He's getting 20 year. He got a 20 year plea agreement. Oh, so, oh, I'm sorry. I, I misunderstood what you were saying. Yeah. So he are the time served up to this point will run concurrent with what what he's going to get in America. Right. Bull So it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not another 20 years. Right. It's concurrent. Oh, fuck that. So he's only serving 28 years. So he's going to serve 20 of the years in the United States prison. And he's going to serve eight years in the Peruvian prison. Fuck that shit. Yeah, that's it. That's all he's getting. He murders two, two young women because they didn't want to fuck him. And he's like, oh, well, guess what? You're fucking dead. I'm going to kill you. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking... And he gets 28 years. Fucking piece of shit. Hopefully we get, like, one of those endings where he dies in fucking jail. Somebody needs to fucking change Criminal AF would be back after this quick break. This bustling holiday season, you might be looking for nutritious, flavorful meals to fuel you on jam-packed days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service, can help you eat well for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef-prepared, dietitian-approved, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle while tackling all of your holiday to-dos. With Factor, you can rest assured you're making a sustainable choice. They offset 100% of their delivery emissions and source 100% renewable electricity for their production sites and offices. They're green. Green's the new wave, man. All right. Now, Factor isn't just for dinner. Count on extra convenience at any time of day with an assortment of 55-plus add-ons to suit various preferences and tastes. Choose from quick breakfast items, lunch-to-go, grab-and-go snacks, and ready-to-drink cold-pressed juices, shakes, and smoothies. The other day, I was eating yeah. uh, the vegan chili, okay. and I'm not even kidding. I looked him at my wife and yeah. said, you know what? I could go vegan. <laughs> and she laughed at me. But I'm telling you, at that moment, that yeah. vegan chili was so good. I was like, you yeah. know, I could give up I meat. I do this vegan stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's how, I'm telling you, they made me a believer out of vegetables, and it's not easy for anyone to do that to me. Right. Well, you know, Garrett, and a lot of our listeners know as well, you know, I recently had gastric bypass surgery. Yes. And these factor meals are perfect for my new lifestyle. The meals are actually large portions. You know, they're 10 to 12 ounces per per meal. I actually split them up into two. So I can actually get two meals out of one, and I'm set for the week. Like, I don't have to cook. I don't have to go shopping. I don't have to do anything. I just get my box, divvy it up, and I'm, I'm good to go. 
So if you've had a gastric bypass, or if you're thinking about going vegan like yeah, Garrett. Hey. And ask them, what's in the cheese fondue? Because <laughs> I'm telling you, I was blown away. The Chipotle pork chops cheese fondue. I'm telling you guys, go get it. And you can get all of that by going to factormeals.com slash criminalaf50 and use code criminalaf50 to get 50% off. That's factormeals.com slash criminalaf50 and use code criminalaf50 to get 50% off. Factor, Factor, America's America's number one ready-to-eat meal meal delivery service. (laughs) With the amount of graphic research I do for this show on my phone, tablet, and computer, if someone didn't know me, they'd think I was an active serial killer or someone really into death and murder. I mean, which I kind of am. But still, I don't want those who have no business seeing my online activity to gain access or to get hacked. That's why I use NordVPN. With NordVPN, I can avoid government tracking, hackers, and other forms of exploitation by allowing me to change my IP address, virtually disappearing on the web. So go to the show notes on this episode and click the link for NordVPN to receive 69% off plus three extra months. Now back to Criminal AF. All right. Do you remember Gypsy Rose? The that story sounds of Gypsy so familiar. Rose. Yeah, Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Uh, she was granted early parole. So in June of 2015... Dee Dee Blanchard, her mother, was found murdered in their Missouri home. It would soon be learned that Dee Dee was murdered by her daughter, Gypsy Rose Blanchard, and Gypsy's boyfriend at the time. I Nick, do remember this story. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, her boyfriend, Nick Godjohn. 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 Uh, due to Gypsy being a victim of Munchausen by proxy. Mm. Uh, as it turned out, Dee Dee had purposely made Gypsy sick for years, making up illnesses that the young girl didn't have, and telling Gypsy that no one would believe her, even if she revealed the truth. I mean, we're going to the extent of uh, confining her to a fucking wheelchair. You know, basically making her so fucking weak. Oh. You know, all this well, other kind of well, shit. Well, re- I remember this story because when we did the episode on... Um, oh, Mary Beth Tang? Mary Beth Tang. Yeah. I was looking up just Munchausen syndrome in general. And yeah, that came up. This came up. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. This was a very, very sick fucking case. That's crazy that you would do that to your own kids yeah. but that's a whole don't she wanted the fucking attention oh look at me feel bad for me look at my baby my, she's my baby's sick. sick she can't walk she's in a fucking wheelchair oh my god feel bad for me after meeting gojon online gypsy and gojon devised a plan to murder dd and run away uh, after being convicted of first degree murder and sentenced to 10 years in prison in 2016 now 32 years old gypsy bros blanchard will be given early parole and released as of today, what is we? We're December 27th. We'll be released tomorrow, December 28th. Wow. 2023. Uh, Gojon was sentenced to life in prison without parole in a separate 2019 case. Uh, Blanchard and Gojon broke up years ago, but Blanchard is current, currently married to a man she exchanged letters with while incarcerated. What is this? Uh, love, af- love After Lockup? What's <laughs> love, that show? Love After Lockup, I think, yeah. our... Uh, Love behind bars. Or Love whatever. behind bars. Yeah. Some shit like that. It's, yeah. That's amazing that people are just so desperate that they yeah. mail letters into. My new favorite thing is watching YouTube videos. Yeah. Uh, there's a video camera and inmates will call up. Oh, it's like a, a like, dating profile. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yo, my name is B. Babbitt. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You know, baby, I just, you know, I'm trying to have somebody to talk to. I love you. Like, love you. You all look good. You're sexy. All right. Well. I like long walks on the beach. I and like candlelit tits. dinners and your titties. <laughs> Bye, baby. And then it hangs up. Hit me up. I'm inmate four five three five. And then yeah. they hang up. And yeah. then they go to the next one. It is so funny. Oh my god, I, I saw the, uh, the female ones. Yeah, the female ones are yeah. funny too. But the, yeah. the men one are the best because they come with so much 
like cockiness and swagger. You're yeah. like, bro, you're 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 serving a fucking life sentence. What are you, like, why are you acting like you're? You can only take so much dick in prison. You know but, what I mean? You know the crazy story about this is. <laughs> Uh, she got. She only got ten years. You need to be looking at those pictures of the nudes while you're, you know. Life in jail. I probably bopping the behind. Probably go the other way too. Yeah. Life in jail. I gotta get. Are you, the, are you the pitcher or catcher? I'm a switch. You're. A, you'd be a catcher. I'd be no. I'd be switching. Nah. You, I can't. I couldn't just go. I couldn't just be a catcher. I would get like. No. Nah. I'd have to switch. Yeah. You gotta have fun with it. Yeah. You never know. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Even, funny even, funky mood I'm in that night. Even though you have a you have a smaller stature. Yeah. I think you your gift of gab. Can get you out of a lot of situations. Yeah, I'll talk my way out of that. Yeah, yeah. I might. I might. I'm saying. I'm just saying. Hey, you know, life in prison. Yeah. Eh, fuck it. Yeah. I think you would fare better in prison than I would. No. Yeah. You. You already. I'm have not talking that like demeanor. I'm no, not, no. I'm not I, talking like DUI prison. I'm talking like prison prison. Yeah, like lock up, like uh, yeah. like uh, like maximum security like, prison. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think people would challenge you. Yeah. You already have that. Uh, I have what they call a bitch face. Not only do you have a bitch face, you yeah. also come off as like this loud, boisterous person. Yeah. And they don't like that shit. And they're going to chart, yeah. They're going to be, be like, hey, fucking Dave, you think you're the shit? Yeah. I'm just, I'm going to fade, bro. I'm going to be like a little rat. Yeah. Fucking... If me and you get locked up together, I can see you selling me out. No, 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 no. To be like, yeah, see the fucking no, punk no, ass over no, there? No, 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 hell no. Yeah, see that little hell bitch? No. Hell no. I don't know. I don't know what I would do. Yeah. We've talked about this on the podcast. Yeah. But. You'd be a pod boss. No, hell no! I'm not running the pod. <laughs> I would never do that. You, you, I'm going to fly so under the radar. No, you're gonna buy. You're gonna have Kelly. You're gonna have your mom, and I can see you right oh, there. Oh, I'm selling. Your mom is stacking your books. Oh yeah. You're gonna have so much fucking I commissary. Kelly, like I said, I hope Kelly's still with me, but I'm 100. Yeah. I'm getting as much money as I can, and yeah. I'm, I'm dishing out like almost like a reward system. Right. I'm gonna reward these guys. Right. Like little points. Yeah. yeah some soap. Some fucking ramen. Some whatever. Yeah. Whatever you need. Like. There's gonna be like a credit system with me. right new new pair of boxers. Whatever you whatever you need, yeah. just you know what I mean. Just be nice. Just yeah. treat me nice. You know. Your mom would hundred percent stack. She's not. My, my mom loves me. I know. She's not gonna let me. You're go the down. baby boy. I'm the baby boy. She's yeah. not gonna let me go out like that. No. I'm like, mom, I need a hundred dollars on commissary right now. You be set. Me, I'll be like, fuck. Anybody got a nickel? No, but as long as <laughs> as long as we're as long as we're locked up together, <laughs> yeah. we'll be fine. I'm telling you, I'm gonna get you through this, Dave. I'm gonna get you through. Am this. I gonna be? Um, will I be your muscle? Yeah. 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 No, because I, I don't want any any. You don't want aggressive. Drama. You don't want to bring attention. I don't want any aggressive like authority. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that's yeah. not me. That's what gets you in fucking trouble. There, they're all fucking bunch of. I don't. Yeah, I want to be a good muscle guy. No, not anymore. No, you lost all your fucking I, I, power. I, I, I lost. <laughs> you lost all the oomph. Yeah, yeah. When I was three hundred plus pounds, I probably you could have. You could have. Yeah, my... yeah. You could have carried your own. Problem hmm. is, they they'll jump you in jail. Oh no no yeah I'm I'm very willing. See my my thing is is that I would just like keep my head down, not start shit, you know, just mind my business. Um but like you said, somebody is probably going to try me. Um and my thing is I'll probably get my ass beat, maybe stabbed a couple times, whatever. But I'm um, going to fight back. I'm going to fight back. Like the number one thing and this is, comes from like our CO friends, our correction officer friends. The worst thing to go in on the first day is if somebody calls you a bitch yeah, on day one, you can't say you can't. Use you that. Bitch, have to. Bitch means a different. You have is to a react. different tone. Yeah, in jail. You have to react. Yeah, like you can't just be like ignore it. Yeah. If somebody calls you a bitch, that is a direct fucking challenge. Yeah, that's. It's not like you and your friends saying yeah. bitch out here. Right. <laughs> that's yeah. a, shut that's, the fuck up, bitch. Yeah. No, bitch is like yo, you're my bitch. Yeah. You know. So yeah, so I would have to react, and then you know what? I'll be put in solitary, and 
I'll get out and I'll just punch somebody again and then go back in solitary and I'll do my time in solitary and become crazy. No, you'd go, you'd go crazy, dude. <laughs> you'd go crazy. I'd start talking to the fucking the COs. I'd have a bar of soap with a fucking face carved out. Yeah. That'll be my. You'd friend. be like uh, Tom Hanks on Castaway. Wilson. Yeah, you'll be Wilson. You'll have a bar of soap, Wilson. Yeah. And when my bar of soap like fades away from washing, I'll be like, the CO, this, the CO comes up to the door like, Dave, you all right? And he's like, you just you just see the back of your head and you're just <laughs> making out with a bat bar huh? of soap. <laughs> Carve a hole in the bar of soap. His what? mouth. Leave me alone. Why is there soap like this? <laughs> has the has the face of a blow up doll. <laughs> <laughs> After washing your ass, your pubes are yeah, hair yeah. on the top. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, sorry. All right. No, honestly, I hope that one day, if we, yeah. if we get murdered, if we ever get charged with murder, I hope we only have to serve 10 years in jail. Yeah. That's crazy. She only got 10 years. Yes. Well, it has to be some fucked up case. Yeah. It has to be really fucked up. No, she only got 10 years. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But that, that's because it's a fucked up case. Yeah. You know, she was tortured her fucking entire life, pretty much. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, that was... Again, we're going off on a... Listen, guys, <laughs> it's Christmas, okay? Yeah. It's Christmas. It's almost the new year. We're having right. a good time. Let us have fun. Don't fucking come at me with all the... We'll, we'll, fi- we'll figure it out next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2004. <laughs> We're never going to figure it out. I'm going to be honest with yeah. you guys. New Year's right. resolution. But last but not least, mm. this was probably the biggest case of the year, for sure. Coming into... Yeah. Yeah, the yeah, 2023. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's actually, like, new stuff coming out, like, yeah, he, he could, as of, like, the last two days. He could get yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could get off all very right, easily. So, all, right, all right, this case gonna... actually took place November... But it's still relevant and ongoing. Mm-hmm. In November 2022, a student at the University of Idaho called 911 to report an unconscious individual. When authorities arrived at the scene, an off-campus house near the university, the door was open, and they ultimately found not one unconscious person, but four deceased individuals inside. Now, here's the thing. Again, I'm just saying hypothetically, all right, so I live here in the basement, okay? You let me rent out a room down here in the basement. Yep. And no. I, I wait. Yep. No. Oh, studio chloroform. This is in a basement. No, this is the penthouse. So I give you the bottom floor of the penthouse. Yeah. Studio Clover. Okay. Got you. <laughs> With no spiders. No spiders. No. There was dog shit on the <laughs> floor. There was literally dog <laughs> shit. <laughs> little dog shit on yeah. the floor before we started this Thank episode. Thank you, Anya. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. If you remember a couple episodes ago. Studio Chloroform, penthouse, yeah. yeah. We were chasing Anya for fucking half an hour. Yeah. But and she repays us by shitting on our floor. Shitting on the floor. Awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> go ahead. All right. So if I come here and then I wake up, I go upstairs and I see you stabbed to death on a floor. I'm not calling in an unconscious person. No. Uh, fucking Garrett's dead. Did it happen differently? I mean, what what did you know more about this than I do? So. No, I I think I don't think that the individual who called checked. Mm. I think it was he was nervous. Just said she's not breathing. I don't know what's going on. Okay. I think it was more of a scared thing. A traumatic experience like that for a child. I don't care what you said. They're child. They're college kids, but they're, yeah. they're children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he went in there, saw something wasn't fucking right, saw blood. Mm. He just was like, "She's not breathing. She's unconscious, yeah. or whatever." And he didn't. He didn't hang out in the room, check vitals, look at the fucking exit wound, the stab wounds. You know yeah. what I mean? I think he was just like, "Oh shit," and just ran out. Right. So I, I don't blame him for that injury. But you're yeah. right. I get where you're. I get where you're going because me, perps, like now. Yeah. I would have been like, yo, you good? You good? Yeah. You good? Like, what the fuck is wrong? Teabagged like, him. Something. Maybe put my nuts on your forehead. You're something. Right. Something. Yeah. Like, for sure. 
I get what you're saying, though. Uh, but you got to put an age in consideration. In this yeah, I gotcha. Got um, an Idaho coroner ruled all four deaths homicide by stabbing. The victims were identified as Kaylee Goncalves, 21, Madison Mogan, 21, Ethan Chapin, 20, and Enzana Kernodal, 20. Three of the four students rented the home together, and all were reportedly close friends. The day of the murders, Goncalves posted a picture of herself and the three others on her Instagram. Police also identified two other students who lived in the home and who survived the attack unharmed. Hmm. Authorities didn't name these students, and Aaron Snell, communications director for the Idaho State Police, only revealed potentially they are witnesses. In the weeks following the murders, police failed to identify a suspect but cleared all four victims of any suspicion. They also announced they found no murder weapon at the scene. Mm. TikTok, which was where all of this was, oh, TikTok yeah, yeah. sworn the case soon after the news of the murders went public, and the theories began cropping up rapidly. Bro, and that's so those true. Stories were, were wild for like wild. three weeks. They're like, yeah. oh, Santa came down early. Yeah. Like it was wild. The, yeah, yeah, the crazy yeah. stories. Yep. Theories began cropping up rapidly. Some online sleuths cast suspicion on the two roommates who survived the attack, while others blamed a local food truck driver who spoke to the victims the night of their murder. Mm. Police have ruled out all these individuals. These speculation reportedly resulted in harassment, defamation, and doxing. And one professor even filed a lawsuit after a TikTok user alleged she planned the murders on December 30th, 2022. Yeesh. Police arrested 28-year-old Brian Koberger a PhD candidate studying criminology at nearby Washington State University. Koberger had reportedly been following the quadruple homicide in the news and was shocked to be arrested. How dare you arrest me? How dare you? Koberger, I'm a, I'm a criminology major. I know. I have a working on a PhD. <laughs> the smartest PhD. No. Koberger became a suspect after authorities matched DNA collected from the crime scene with genetic information one of his family members submitted to its genealogy website. Isn't that crazy now? Like, you can pretty much track... Oh, we're going to get to anybody. the point. As more people do 21 and me and all... Or yeah, because you're voluntarily giving up your DNA. Yep. Yeah. That you won't get away with. <laughs> there's not no, going to be no crime. No. They're going to no. have somebody's great, great, great grandfather, like, yeah. whatever. By right. the time... In, in 100 years, you're, like, it's going to be everywhere. It's going to be an actual database. Though Kohlberger is reportedly the sole su suspect in the case, he has not been convicted of any wrongdoing. Yeah. And that's where it gets iffy because, just like you said, the recent recent information is he mm. actually has a, a a pretty good case to get off, right? And they have no other leads. Well, they actually, uh, from what I was reading in this, this happened fairly recently. Before they denied an appeal to uh, uh, have the the sheath, the knife sheath that they found, which is the DNA that matches him to the crime scene. Correct. They had an appeal to have that removed from evidence because apparently, I don't know exact details, but it was collected improperly. That's so crazy. Okay. The only thing that's, that's connecting him. some shit like that, The only dude. thing that's connecting him. Okay. So they denied the appeal to have that withdrawn from evidence. Uh, what is it? The circuit? The next one up, the appeals? Uh, what's higher than the appeals court? The appellate court? The uh, circuit? I forget. Anyway, the next one up basically said, uh, yes, we'll hear your appeal. So they appealed. They denied it. They appealed the appeal, and now they're granting it. So now they're going to hear uh, testimony on whether or not the sheath, the only thing connecting him to this fucking house. Well, they also have the GPS phone. It was turned off during the murder. Or the, the, well, the, it was turned off during the murder. Okay. Like, there's, a little okay. Bit, there's a little bit more. That's circumstantial. Yeah. But the one thing specifically putting Put him, him inside in the that house, house yeah. uh, could be taken away, could be dismissed. That's so crazy. It's kind of fucked up. Which now, everything in this case will be 100% circumstantial. That's crazy. Crazy. If he gets off, that's nuts. 
Yeah, I don't know if he'll get off. He'll. Uh, mm, they they're gonna have a hard. We haven't seen all the evidence either. That they no, have. no. So, but apparently this it, this knife the, the knife sheath. was the easy. Yeah, the, it's like all right, he was there. Yeah, yeah this is it. Or maybe not not that he was there, but this is his. Yeah, it has his DNA on it. This belonged to him. Yeah, this was the sheet that held the murder weapon. Right. Yep. Yeah. And that could all go away. Fucking wild. What's going on in fucking Idaho anyway? Like we have this case. We had the Lori Vallow case where she killed her fucking kids that we just talked about. Yep. That was Idaho. I'm going to be covering the Scream Killers case for our Patreon episode of YouTube and Chill about the murder of Cassie Jo Stoddard. Uh, fucking Idaho is wildin', bro. Wild. That Midwest town feel, you yeah. know what I mean? People yeah. working, hard workers, nine to five. Not, not they gotta let, they gotta let that that fucking rage out somewhere, yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, there's no fucking extracurricular activities. We might as well fucking murder. <laughs> middle Middle America, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. All right, so that'll do it for the year in review. What so, a year! Yeah, a lot a of cold year. cases. There's still there's there's still quite yeah quite a few that that happened this year that uh, were not included. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's that? Adnan. Uh, what the fuck was his name? Remember the the podcast serial Adnan Ayed or whatever his name is. Uh, he was he was in jail for twenty years for the murder of his ex girlfriend. Coming to find out that they ran DNA and his DNA is nowhere to be found. There's no proof. No proof. But there's other DNA from other people on her oh, body, not shit. his. And apparently there was a witness saying that he Adnan was nowhere near uh, his ex girlfriend. At that time, she, Holy he, shit. Was, he was in the library studying with her, but the prosecution or his defense attorney at the time, one of the two, did not call her as a witness. Wow. For an alibi. They totally just fucking nope. So he spent 20 plus years in jail for her death and he just got exonerated. Can you sue if you spend that kind of time in jail? Yeah. And then you... Uh, Oh, 100%. Now, some states, like there was this guy, uh, I don't I don't know the name of the case or anything, but there was a guy who was falsely falsely accused of uh, rape and murder. I think it was in the state of New York. Falsely accused of rape and murder. Yeah, it's him. It wasn't him. He spent uh, nearly 30 years in jail. Uh, finally, DNA evidence exonerated him. Found him not guilty. Found him not guilty. He went to sue the state of New York for false imprisonment and all this other kind of shit, and they fucking denied him. Like, nah. That's crazy. Yeah. I better be compensated. If I do 30 fucking years in jail. Yeah. And there was another case where, I forget what state it was, they only compensated him $1 for each year he was in jail. You didn't take away, you took so like, away time. You took yeah. away the most valuable fucking thing you have. Oh, absolutely. Especially 30 years of your prime life. Yeah. Like I, like my fucking second marriage. Like, I wasted 15, <laughs> that was a prison sentence. I wasted 15 years of my fucking life. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. So that'll do it for the year in review. But as promised, as we discussed in the beginning of the show, uh, it's time for another edition of Dear Douchebags. Ooh, we harmonized. That sounded good. Do it again. Dear Douchebags. Oh, that was a little off. We'll work on it. Three, two, one. Go. Dear Douchebags. All right. Hey, fuckos. I love your show so much. Thank you. It brings me, yes, thank you very much. It brings me so much gruesome enjoyment throughout my day. Good. That's our intention. So I need you to tell me if I am overreacting to something that my dad did. Ooh, okay. <laughs> oh, wait, this could All get right. weird. Let's buckle in. Let's buckle in. Here. Okay. All right. Put our thinking caps on here. Uh, my friends and family seem to be split 50 50 on this situation. I have been helping my dad clean out my cousin's house as this cousin just recently moved into a nursing home. Okay. 
Okay. I live two states away and have been driving in once a week for the last two months to help my father clean out the home and get the house sold. Ooh, two states away once a week. I get tired of that pretty quick. What, three, four hours? Yeah. And it, depending on the depending state. Depending on the state. Yeah. If it's like Texas and fucking Oklahoma. You know? <laughs> yeah, four, five, four, six. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I'm driving from Texas to fucking California but through Arizona. great daughter. She's cleaning it. She's helping her, yeah. you know, helping yeah. her dad yeah. get through a difficult time. That's good. All right. So my father is almost 80 and is having a hard time with this situation. I have, I have dropped everything to help him and have never let on that this was really causing some hardship. Uh, I've been missing work, miles on the car, constant phone calls with relatives, lawyers, etc. But that's what you do for your parents, right? Sure. Yeah, I would do the absolutely. same thing. Yep. 100%. While cleaning, we found a beautiful clock that upon investigation, realized that it was actually an urn that contained the ashes of my cousin's late husband. Now, my cousin's late husband... What the fuck? ...was an absolute twat. Okay. No one misses him. Not even my cousin in a nursing home. Jesus Christ. All right. She moved on fast. Yeah. So my dad wanted to just flush his ashes down the toilet. Jesus Christ. But I flat out refused. Okay. That was nice of you. Even though we couldn't stand the guy, that doesn't mean I'm going to desecrate his ashes. Fair enough. Yeah. I respect that. I just feel that it is incredibly disrespectful. I decided to spread his ashes in the flower bed as that was one of his favorite places in the yard. But it was exceptionally windy that day. (laughs) And I'm not about to breathe corpse dust, so I told my father Jesus to Christ. put his ashes in another room so he didn't have to look at them. Oh, no, he flushed them down the And that I would come back in a week and spread his ashes the next time I come. Yeah. All right. So I proceeded to pack a few more of my cousin's belongings into my car and then made the long drive home. When I got home, I started unloading my car and tucked underneath uh. a bunch of clothing... <laughs> Was a bag of ashes. <laughs> oh, that's even worse than flushing on the toilet. My father had waited for me to have my back turned, and he went out to my car and hid the ashes. Oh. I am absolutely furious. All right. I get why you're mad, but your dad is a fucking straight-up comedian. He literally gave you a ghost to bring back to your house. Right, yeah. Sorry, sorry, yeah. I'm sorry. No, it is so, fucked up. It's fucked up. That's, it is fucked up. But that is funny. It you is gotta, funny also. Like, yeah. appreciate the root of it. Right. That's some fucking comedy right there. Yeah. Not for nothing. That would probably be something I would do. Yeah, but... It, it's depending on it's depending on the person that you're doing it to. Your yeah. sons would probably be like, "Yo, Dad, what the fuck?" Yeah. But like, some people would be like, "Yo, what the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, so my dad. So she's absolutely furious. Granted. All right. So my dad. And you. By the way, I don't yeah. mean to down, but you you deserve to right. be mad about that. Right. That's, if that that's is, if that's your feelings, you, you are justified. One hundred percent. Yeah, you justified to feel that way. Uh, my dad tried passing it off as a joke, but it wasn't a joke. It's just something he wouldn't wait a week for me to take care of. Understandable. My husband doesn't want the ashes in the house. I don't, I don't <laughs> I fucking don't blame, blame him. him. You, yo, your yeah. dad gave you a ghost. That's so funny. Yeah. Holy shit. So now my cousin's husband's ashes are in my shed until I can figure <laughs> out what I want to do. I pray to God yo, that my ashes... That, right? Aren't passed around and end up in a fucking garden shed. Dude, this poor guy in his afterlife is just like, what the fuck is going on down there? Well, I mean, she also said that he's a twat, so fuck him. True, you kind of have to reap reap what you sow, but at least she didn't flush you down the toilet. Right. Oh, and even worse, 
He didn't even give me the clock. <laughs> oh, so he kept the clock. He and kept took the, the clock and took the ashes out. Oh, that's fucked up. And put dude. it in her car. I thought he put the clock in there. Oh. Oh no. I think that would that would have lessened the blow a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the clock. It's yeah. a nice clock. Yeah. Yeah. But it still has the cousin's ghost in it. I wouldn't oh. want the clock. No, I wouldn't keep the clock. No. I wouldn't even if I took the ashes out, I yeah. still wouldn't keep that clock. I don't even believe in ghosts, you know that. Yeah. Still, it's something eerie about that. It's bad juju. Well, you know how I like fire, right? Yeah. I like burning shit. Yeah. I would one hundred percent burn. You just double ash the ashes? Double ash the ashes. Uh, okay. And then spread the ashes in the garden at a later time. In the garden. It's, it's already burnt. It's, it's by your house though. No, no, at at the other house. In the garden. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I would have took I would have even if it was windy, I would have just went like this. Just stand downwind. Yeah. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Keep going. All right. Yeah, I would have burned the clock and the ashes. And then dug out the ashes out of the fire pit and put them in the fucking flower pit. That's what I would have done. But that's just me. All right. Now, it's important to note that my father has always been shady as fuck. Whoa. Okay. I grew up watching him behave this way on a regular basis. And many times, his behavior would affect the whole family. All right, so he's the problematic... uh... So is he like trying to be funny or is it, is there, or is it like one of those things where he does something and people get mad at him and he's like, well, it was only a joke. Well, it was, a I was joke. only joking. It was a joke. Yeah. Is it like that? Yeah. I think it's like that. That guy, that, that type of guy is not yeah. good to be around either. Yeah. So I get where she's coming from. You stole my $5,000. What? It was just a joke. It's a joke. Come on. Come on. Lighten up. It was a joke. Dad, you used to be belittle me as yeah. a kid. It was yeah. a, I'm fucking, yeah, fucking joking. joking with you. Yeah. My self esteem is horrible now. I'm yeah. fucking joking. Relax. Dad, you fucked my wife. I was <laughs> kidding. Come on. <laughs> Wait, you can't take a joke anymore? What? What happened with you? What happened with you? Lighten up. <laughs> All right. So so yeah, so She's be... your ex wife now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, All right. So, uh, yeah, so his regular, this behavior on a regular basis uh, has been affecting the whole family. But I had chosen to forgive him because at the end of the day, he's still my father. That's, you know, that's true. He is your father. You only get one father and most, for most people. Uh, but when he pulled this stunt with the ashes, it finally, after 50 years, Whoa. dawned on me that he will never, ever have respect for me, regardless of how much I help him. Wow. I do know people like this. I do know people who go out of their way to help their parents, and yeah, their parents basically just shit all over them. Yep. You know what I mean? She did do a lot. And the siblings that don't take care of their parents are the ones that are, loved. are fucking gold. Yeah. Yeah. Not Why can't you be like your brother? Isn't that funny? I feel like every family has that situation. Yeah. There's always a favorite, and even if you if you know if you don't know who the favorite is, you are the favorite. That's how it usually works. Mm, well, I know I was the favorite. <laughs> uh, anyway, all right. Regardless of how much she helps, he will never have respect for her. I have gone no contact with him, and as far as I'm concerned, I will never talk to him again. Whoa. Some family members think I'm right to feel this way, while others feel I am totally blowing this way out of proportion. So, do you, dear douchebags, think I am overreacting? Thanks so much for reading this. Sincerely, kicking ash. <laughs> that, wait, <laughs> she's she's a comedian, too. No, I wrote that. Oh. <laughs> She didn't leave a name. Okay. Okay. I was I was like, whoa. I was, I was gonna say sincerely, my dad's an ash hole. Oh, that was even oh, better. That was even better. Yeah. Kicking the ash is funny too. All right. So what do you think? All right. I'm gonna tell you right now. Yep. I don't think you're overreacting. I don't think I, I think all your feelings are valid. Coming from Somewhat, I'm very close with somebody whose family is very divided, doesn't talk to each other, will fight over little time, like little things and it'll turn into something big. Yeah. Also, it's like she, exactly like she said, it's grown 
from mm-hmm. a point where now you're just sick of it. Yeah, and it, yeah. It, and basically the straw that breaks the camel's back type mm-hmm. of situation. Just like she said, I'm, yeah. I'm done. I've done 50 years. I've done all this like nice things for him. I've traveled. From, yeah. I'm, I'm helping him in his time of need, and he does this shit to me. I I totally get all that. But your dad's at like like I'm saying, your dad is 81. She said 80. 80. Yeah. 80 years old. Do you want to let this? Still a barrel of laughs apparently. At 80. <laughs> He does got listen. He's got some fucking humor in there. In there, you might be mad, yeah. but he's funny. Yeah. Um, but do you want to let something like this ruin the last little remaining years you have left with your dad, Garrett? I'm impressed. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying you are going to make every choice you want. You decide, but it's not worth it, man. I'm time, impressed, Garrett. That time, pretty good. Time is you get what you get and that's it yeah. and some people aren't even lucky enough to have their parents around at in their 80s raising their hand in their yeah. 80s yeah so both of mine are if going. you want to go that route you want to cut wish, them off completely i wish my parents would put ashes in my car yeah that, you know? and that that's exactly what i'm saying there's people out there that would kill to hang out with their dad for or mom their mom for one more day mm-hmm. and you're lucky enough to have your parents in the or your father in in his 80s yeah. Even if, even though I'm going to tell ass. you my my choice mm-hmm. is, listen, suck it up. Your dad's sense of humor is not it's not the great it's it's funny, but it's not the greatest uh, uh, people pleaser self of humor. I, yeah. I don't even know the words here. Yeah. But cherish the last little bit of uh, time you have left with your dad because you're yeah. gonna miss him when you when he goes. That's that's yeah. my final. I'm very impressed, Garrett. That was not a douchebaggery. Sorry, comment. I'm hey, I'm trying to be honest. That's it's just how really I good. feel. I just I, this I, was I, kind of a, a, a touchy. Touchy dear douchebags. Hey, I was, you know, you know, and it does deserve a a heartfelt thought. Yes, and I and I will say, um, I will base it on this. So at first when I was reading this, I was thinking it was like a generational gap kind of thing. Yeah, because like my sense of humor is obviously going to be a lot different than my children's sense of humor. For sure. Okay, I'm a gen. You're X. also a little darker too. You would do that, Joe. Oh, oh, yeah. You know what I'm yeah, trying to say? Yeah, yeah. You have a little oh, I can darker. I 100% see me do that. You're a way, yeah. You have a way darker sense of humor than the average I would be person. chasing my kids with the bag of fucking dust. <laughs> like, yeah. touch it, touch it, touch yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Oops. Oh, watch out. I drove dropped <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, you definitely yeah. would. That is your humor to a T. Yeah. Right. I, I'm basically your father. So, uh, <laughs> um, so I can actually see his side of it where, you know, like I'm a Gen X. When we want to do something, we want to get it done. And. I think boomers are even worse than worse than Gen X. And right. he's, he's a boomer, so yeah. they, he probably has it. Tenfold. He's like, no, I, you know, basically he's saying, oh yeah, I'm joking around, and he might have gone about it in a joking way. But the bottom line is, is he wants this thing done. Get rid of it. Like I don't want it here. You know what I mean, kind of thing. Yeah. So, and he's gonna keep the and he's gonna keep the clock. Very, very, <laughs> very straight to the point. Yeah. So, but I see that you've been dealing with this for 50 years, so you're probably roughly the same age as me, which makes you a Gen X as well. So yeah. I'm going to go with Garrett and speaking as someone who has lost both of their parents and I have not always agreed with my parents, particularly my father. We had, we had a little, when I was younger, we had, you know, we kind of butted heads as yep. with, as with most a, boys a do with their, boys with their with fathers. Their dads, yep. But bottom line is, is that he is your father cutting off cold Turkey. Uh, I would say no, try to cherish the last few years that you have, even though uh, it's most likely going to be spent vacuuming ashes out of your fucking car. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like when I die, I've told you before, and I might have said it on the show, I'm, I'm going to become a tree. Uh, yeah. I'm going to okay. be a tree, whatever. But if my ashes just so happen to be found in a fucking clock or in a fucking garden shed, 
I mean, so be it. I can also tell you this, though. I don't want to mm. be in a clock. Yeah, that's kind of weird. The sewer actually sounds kind of better than a clock. Yeah, at least you, you get know, spread around. You, get, you never know where you'll end up. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I you, mean, you can help fertilize the earth. Yeah, you're just kind of going through the sewer. You, you get, to go, get to go everywhere. Yeah. Where? Because eventually, when you get flushed down the toilet, you're going to go through the sewer processing plant. Yep. You're going to get filtered out. Yep. You're going to be now go from poop water to fresh water. Yep. And. Now you're part of nature. Correct. You also so, could go right back into somebody's bath water. Yeah. You'd be hanging out with uh, somebody taking a bath. Yeah. You know, it's like they say, you know, we drink the same water that the dinosaurs drink. Yep. It's just a circle of life. I don't know. How is it? <laughs> that, then there's the dear douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> there's a douchebag. Well, yeah. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, uh, that was you. actually a really good douche, dear douchebags one. Yeah, that, that that's actually like really thought provoking. Yes. And and like we said, you know, your feelings are justified because you know you did feel them. You know, we got. I like this too because we got to put a little Gen Z spin on it. You know, yes. you are justified in feeling the way you feel. Well, she is though. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know. We right. don't know how that relationship. But if I'm is. putting my Gen X spin to it, it's like pff, fucking suck it up. It's ashes. Who yes. cares? Yeah. Uh, it's fucking. <laughs> it's a dead body, Dave. It's a dead body. It's not just who cares of a cousin you didn't care for. An ex-cousin. An ex-cousin. <laughs> a cousin, or not even a real cousin, a cousin by marriage that nobody really liked. Yeah. Because he was a douchebag. He was a twat. What did she say? Oh, a twat. twat. He was a twat. twat. He was a twat. Yeah. All right. So that'll do it for True Crime Douchebags. We really need a jingle. Somebody send us a jingle. Yeah. Please. So thank you all for hanging out with us. Uh, if you found what you heard interesting, go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Good Pods, or wherever you listen to podcasts and leave us a review or a comment on the episode. And don't forget... Head on over to criminalasfuck.com for all of your criminal AF needs, socials, Patreon, merch store, submit your mail call questions, submit your do your douchebags, you name it, it's there. Wait, hold on. Before we take off, uh, I just you know we got a little sentimental on uh, the dear, the dear douchebags. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. wanted to say thank you guys all for listening to us this year. We oh, have absolutely. seen so much growth over this year, and you know it just. I, we never would have thought we'd get to this point when we started in Dave's spare bedroom with <laughs> shitty webcams, <laughs> plug-in microphones, USB yeah. microphones. Yeah. Thank you all to who supported the podcast, Patreon members, anybody who's donated a coffee, thrown any money towards us. It oh, yeah, all absolutely. goes back to the podcast. Uh, it's it's. I just never saw this getting to this point. We started this yeah. as like you know. Uh, I just wanted to pass help out time. Dave. Yeah. Pass the ta- like pass the time, and yeah. uh, it's just the the growth has been amazing. So I just think to, you thank you to every single person who's listening, watching, whatever. Absolutely. Commenting on an Instagram video, any anybody associated with Criminal AF. Yeah. And yeah. all the Spotify year in reviews too that were up there too. That's fucking awesome. That yeah. made us feel crazy, crazy good. I know. Seeing all those, uh, you know, being like a, a top five podcast that people listen to. Yes. Like, oh, you're in my top one percent. It's like, holy shit. Yes. Yeah. Never. Like I said, we would have never thought we would have got here. No. So, and not only that, me- meeting people not only in the United States but Australia, South Africa, like fucking South Africa. Yeah. When uh, you see our stats and they're yeah. all over the world, you're like, Whoa. I mean, we have people from Romania, fucking Germany, Japan, India, uh, fucking South everywhere. Africa. Uh, yeah. Like two years ago, we never would imagine, Hey, we just spoke to, we just had a decent conversation with somebody from Botswana. Yeah. What? That said they're big fans. Yeah. It's crazy. Wild. So yeah. So to piggyback off of Garrett, thank you all so much. Uh, this year has been great. Looking forward to 2024. We have yeah. a, a lot of things coming should we, up. Should we? You want to drop the first episode of 2024? <sighs> okay. Hear us out. Hear us, hear us out. 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 Because we're struggling with this one. Uh, 
I think 2024. Ugh. <laughs> it doesn't even feel right saying it, but no. I feel like we have to. If it hurts us to say it, yeah. it means it's got to be done because it hasn't been done. If you look up at any podcasts, any like that, these guys won't touch it. And I feel like we have like a ob- obligation. An obligation. It's our home state. It's our home state, Connecticut. It was a huge effect in the world. But right. I think 2024, we're going to start off with Adam Lanza. Oof, Sandy Hook. And before you guys freak out, we're not going to glorify him. We're not going to do any of that stuff. Yeah. But I feel like it's a story that was so swe- it was so hor- horrific. Yeah. And it was swept under the 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 rug so fast. Mm-hmm. Nobody talks about him. Nobody does anything. Yeah. I think his problems need to be addressed. It, we can tackle politics. Whatever you guys want to. We're going to get into it all. Yeah. About, we're going to touch. We're going to touch on the mental health. We're going to touch health, on the the poor fucking victims. The, we're going to do it all. It's going to be a big one for yeah. uh, to start off twenty twenty four. We're kind of reworking how we and a how lot we of, do episodes and a lot of the red flags that were fucking missed. Yes, correct. Fucking there was numerous and, numerous yes, red, red flags. flags. And you, and it's hard to even find information on this guy because, like right. I said, people will not speak it's, his name. Yeah. So we don't have producers telling us no, no, you can't talk about that. Yeah. So, so we're gonna do. We it. feel like it's an obligation. Yeah. It's a story that needs to be told because there needs to be awareness to it. Yeah. And you have to remember the victims too. Those yeah. poor kids are they're already forgotten. Like we, there's so many crazy mass shootings that yeah. the victims just come and go. Yeah. And Sandy Hook was the first. I feel like one that like Columbine was huge. It's, it's no Sandy Hook is the largest school shooting. Correct. As far as deaths, I'm go. saying, Col- but Columbine had oh that, that kicked it like, all off. Yeah. That kicked it off, right? That is the most yep. famous one. Mm-hmm. Sandy Hook was, I think, bigger. Oh, much bigger. Yeah. It was the fact that they were young kids and this mm-hmm. and that. But it, I feel like it was it was so horrific at the time that it was nobody could talk about it. This is one that we've been battling probably the last six months. Oh, yeah. We've been They're talk- like, yeah. what should we do? Should we do this? Should we not do it? And it's just like kind of get passed on, passed on, passed on. Because yeah. we either do the same. We're, we're, we're conditioned to be like, no, nope, yeah. nope, 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 That's nope. That's too nope. touchy. Yeah. But, but, uh, but if you look, you guys can look now. Nobody touches them. Yeah. You no might one. you might find you a, might find a, handful, a subreddit f- yeah. form or whatever, but a handful of videos on YouTube maybe. Yeah. But yeah. no 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 big podcast is talking about them. No yeah. nothing. So. so I think criminal AF. Criminal AF. We'll do it. We'll do it. And we did just drop the Uvalde story on our Patreon. Yep. For the YouTube and chill, we uh, watched that video. Um, so yeah, so we're gonna go with uh, Sandy Hook, Adam Lanza, twenty twenty four guys, twenty twenty four next episode. And we, listen. Wish us luck. We Merry don't, Christmas. We don't Happy, get canceled. <laughs> I know. We this that might be our last episode. So yeah. <laughs> if we're still here, yeah. we love you all. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Happy New, Happy year. New year. I hope all Happy you New I year. hope your 2024 is fucking fantastic. Medicine this year. Yes. Love you all. Thank you guys for all the support. All right. With that being said, signing off from Studio Chloroform. Keep your head on a swivel and stay safe till next time. See ya. Now Now give me our theme music! Executive producers for this episode are Christine Rivera, Beth Davis, Dusty J. Hicks, and Terry Burke Wallen. Associate producers are Paul Hodge, Tara Mazur, Chantal Daggett, Jay Rollins, Courtney Sutton, and Donnie Blake. Producers are J.D., Trent Gobble, Devin Dean, Ashley O'Connor, Lisa Perello, Alicia Knight, Maria Sleen, Chris Owen, Justin Ware, Emily White, Ian Turner, Jessica Vibe, and Renee Prada. Intro and outro music by David Mercurio. Be sure to follow Cruel AF on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, X, and YouTube. Check out
check out all of our merch and many other items at criminalafshop.com. 